Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hi. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. We galvanized the troops, and they changed their minds. I am convinced it was done, they were moving it, and that was it. Until they heard our response, and they changed it. So I take credit for that, too. If you are convinced that you saved college football, the wild card line is open to you. I did save college football. I brought back the bagel sandwiches. <laughs> You're right, Talk to the president. Actually, you know what? We'll talk to all the presidents. Yeah. If you were a former president, call the show right call now. Call right in. <laughs> Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavaka, dude! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Quarterback! Watch your profanity! Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Monday to you from the Columbus Country Club. It is the fan golf outing. We're out here. Timmy Hall is back from a golf outing of his own. More on that in a moment. Timmy, what's up, man? Oh, Bone. Good to see you, buddy. Oh, buddy. It's good to see you. Sight for sore eyes. Oh, yeah. I bet. I bet. No, what a <laughs> what a 36 hours of travel that has led me to this spot to be back here. So, yeah. Yeah, can't wait to tell you all about it, man. Good to see you. How was the week? Oh, it was good. It was busy. May have heard a little news happened with the Blue Jackets. Mm. We got into some of that. What is all happening? Kinds of, all kinds of stuff happened here in the city. So, yeah, we got into that. Timmy, of course, if you don't know, was in Scotland for a little thing called the British Open. Yes, Scotland. <laughs> Uh, just a wee trip, my oh, lad. Oh, look at you. Picked it up perfectly. Cheers, mate. Yeah, that's good. I can't wait for that all show. <laughs> it was great. It and was I definitely great. wasn't doing that all show in referencing you last week, so that's good. We'll keep doing the bad accents, of course, from the British Isles. Uh, plenty to get into, of course. We'll talk about the British Open. We'll talk about a big win for the crew, uh, a lot of Browns news today, a lot of NFL stuff in general, but... Yikes is coming up at 4.34, and since we are on remote, Panama Ted's got to do all what? the sound effects today. He missed that one. That well, was a layup. I was talking, so I was... Yeah, but you and me, it was like you're setting the show up, and it was obvious right. it was coming. I think he... I, he's still well, fiddling around back there. It's okay. He's He'll, he'll get it. We'll be Better good. luck next time, Panama. <laughs> Man. I like Yikes. You just come right back sound and just go right after the guy <laughs> who holds our lives in his hands on this radio show. Uh, Jason's... Beef. Or just, <laughs> thank you, Jason's Beef with our guy Jason Stark. That comes up at 534. We have got the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, Home Run Derby tonight, All-Star Game tomorrow. We will talk about the first half of the season with him. Uh, yeah, talk about what it's like to turn down $440 million and be like, nah, I'm good. I'll try uh, I'll start to try my luck out in the open market, see what happens there. So, yeah, plenty of things we can get into with him. Uh, but we'll start off, Timmy, Little Golf. Little uh, little bit of the old claret jug getting hoisted. Is that right? The old claret jug. Yeah, yeah. British Open. Cam Smith gets it done. With uh, I mean, do how do we how do we frame this? Does does Rory McIlroy choke? Does Cam nah. Smith achieve? Well, there's another yes. Cam that was like eagling out at the last yeah. minute to well, that. Which one was that? Cam Atkinson who hit that one? I that was Cam Young. Cam Young. He's, okay. I th- he's got a cool little. 
golf endorsement deal that I think would be up your alley. And there was a dude. Oh, there was dirt, an old Ohio- track. Do they do a lot? No, of that? no, no, no. <laughs> but he does get to wear the MLB logo. Oh, like he just gets to wear the straight up MLB logo. It's large. It's it's hard to miss. Right on the side of his shirt sleeve. Reminds me of another classic sports golf endorsement. A famous Central Ohioan who won the British Open. His only major win. His family runs a course here in Central Ohio. I. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the town. Golf people now are going nuts yelling at the radio. But Ben Curtis, he used to have an NFL deal where whatever tournament he was playing in on the PGA Tour, he would wear a shirt and cap of that local NFL franchise. Oh, very nice. That was his deal. I didn't but, realize that. Yeah, you had a couple of cans. I thought you were going to say he wore a helmet out there, and I was going to say, that would cool have watched more golf if I knew that. I had no <laughs> idea they were doing that. Yeah, Ben Curtis Back out the there day. rocking a football he shoulder helmet. pads yeah. on, like big like Steve Tovar level sure. pads, too. We're not just talking anything there. Okay. Yeah, when he plays up at Firestone, he's wearing the Cleveland Browns helmet mm-hmm. and a Jim good. Brown jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how he looked. But no, you're right. It was a couple of cams and Rory McIlroy. I got to stop you there. This was you don't go blemish free and fire a two around a two under par on a Sunday at a major when you're tied for the lead, and that's to be considered choking. Choking was what Rory did earlier in his career when he had the Masters, Masters all but wrapped right. up. Yeah. That is a choke away. You go to a Jean Vandeveld who's got a three shot lead on eighteen t. And he actually got up and down from a bunker shot from 12 feet to save par to go into the playoff. That That's choking one away. This was Cam Smith birdieing five straight holes on the back nine. The dude shot 30 on the back nine, shot eight under 64. He won it. He just straight up took this trophy. He took the championship. It was some of the most remarkable putting you are ever going to find. The golfer in me... Loves to be reminded about that too, because we spend a lot of time with our boys. Like when we're out there playing, we do these, you know, secret conversations. Like if you could have one special golf ability, what would it be? And you say, like, would it be your wedge game? Would it be bombing the ball 350 yards down the middle every time? If you could get one aspect of those of the of the game to say to make it fun, operating at you know 94 percent capacity all the time, the answer should be for everybody putting. Honestly, the answer for anyone. Whatever they want to do with the game of golf, if you could have one part hitting all the time, it should be your putting because that's where the game was won. It might be a little bit boring, but that's what Cam Smith did. He putted out of his eyeballs and the up and down on 17 and the up and down on the long par 5 on the back 9 and then what he did on 18, it won him the tournament. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's what happened. It was sensational what he did. Now you are wearing a uh, the the logo that I saw all last week, the 150 from the British Open, because it is, of mm-hmm. course, I did yeah. I did learn that it's the 150th British Open. They so. said that a few times. Yeah, they they made mention of it. I I was no, I was noting that. What do you think of the logo launch? though? Someone put a lot of time and effort into it's the, a very the, the nice design logo. of that logo. Very nice logo. I like it a lot. You've got the official gear. I assume there's more than one level of gear that you're wearing here from the British Open. I mean, yeah, I did. You went to this is this is such a like how the universe works sometimes in good ways for you. You go to the British Open, you get to walk that course, you then get to see some of the. I assume see some of the tournament. I don't know when you got back in. Was that Saturday? Yes, we we got back Sunday, so oh, okay. I got to my couch in time to watch the final nine holes. Okay, of a dramatic finish. Yeah. So after seeing it firsthand on Wednesday for the final practice round, when I was ticketed to be there, then I was hanging out in the town on Thursday. So doing all the things that a golf nut would do when you're not ticketed to go in, but hanging out beside the 18th green, drinking in the pub, 
watching some golf in one of those packed little bars, drinking some Scottish ale. It was it was phenomenal. How talking could that to be bad? talking to people from the states, talking to local people from Scotland. It was just unbelievable. And I was alone for that too because my dad took my son and my nephew who were there with us on Wednesday, took them on to meet the rest of the family somewhere near the coast and it was just me alone just tooling around the town of St. Andrews for 7 hours or so on Thursday afternoon soaking it all in watching Rory come up on the 18th watching Phil three putt from a foot off the 18th green and cheering it when he did when he settled for par on the easiest birdie hole tiger teeing off if I didn't say that but it, it was it was just awesome it was all awesome yeah I, I can't imagine it it would be bad especially if you love golf so then you get to come out and now we're at the Columbus Country Club doing this golf out you got all your golf clothes on yeah and I'm <laughs> I'm ready to go I was I, I ran out there to the putting green it's a beautiful putting green that they have here too. It's one of the biggest ones you're going to find at a private or public course, for that matter. And you know our guys who work here, who I've been friends with for a long time, Evan and Ryan, they came walking out because they wanted to. Ryan's actually done several trips to Scotland to play golf, and I, I've been saying from the time we got to Scotland, the next time I go will be a guys' trip with the sticks because. I, I understand why people were doing it. There were hundreds, thousands of sets of golf clubs out there, like the turnstiles at the baggage claim, loaded with them. Sets getting lost, but you can't play the old course if you go out for this week. And to me, if I'm going to go to Scotland, the sole purpose will be to play a round of golf there and then get in some of the other famous tracks and mix it up with some cool municipal courses. So, you know, they, they were just wanting to hear about the trip and how it went and you know, golf dudes, you know, I know their eyes light up when someone gets to do something cool like that. And no, anytime, Be- you know, when Beamer got to go to Pebble Beach and do the California coast and take in Saturday and Sunday at that event, that's, that's just awesome. You love hearing about that. When Rothman got to play whistling straights, those types of things, they're just, uh, they're just great. They, they just make me smile. And I, I can't believe my, my sister and brother-in-law, they, of course, they're flying out this oh, morning. Yeah, this I tweeted is, about it today. In, this is insanity. They so. bump into Cam Smith, who's just chilling there with a beer and the claret jug in its case. In the terminal. In the main terminal. In the, at the gate, he apparently was on their flight. Not apparently. I can he confirm was on, he was, he was on, on their, their flight. Because <laughs> they walked past him as he was sitting there in the first row, in the first seat, in first class. Why the heck he didn't have a private jet with net jets or wheels up, I don't know. But he was... Walking through the airport like a normal dude, and he signed autographs for my niece and nephew. Awesome. That's incredible. That I mean, again, like you couldn't hit it out of the park better for them, especially like if they're they're coming back after having gone to the event. They meet the winner in the airport. They get to see. I that's it's almost like like I if I didn't know you or if I didn't like know of them, I could see how someone would be like, nah, get out of here. Right. That's not real. Yeah. Like, that seems so implausible, <laughs> but I know that's real, and that's crazy to me. It's such but, a He's going to live golf, so screw him. Well, that's the new He's story, dead. right? The, the <laughs> second-ranked golfer in the world, the guy who's just won the biggest tournament that we've had you know, if, in the last few weeks. Obviously, you're at the end of the major season, right? This is kind of the last one you get. Is going to that place where everyone seems to uh, not be thrilled with the live golf. So let me ask you, Mr. Golf Fan. <laughs> You know where I stand. No, on I know live. where you stand. You on know it, where I'm at with this. I'm not with it right I know, now. It's I know. Take a long time for me to come around, if ever. I don't think it's going to work in the end. Do really you don't. think enough of the good? I mean, this has got to be the. Is this the big? I, there's bigger names like Brooks Kepka is a bigger name, but he's is he in? Is he better right now than Cam Smith is? I mean, Cam Smith's second no. in the world. Yeah, right? no, no. I mean, it's, this Cam is, Smith's one of the best. This is the biggest name they've, or at least as far as all the talent that he's got, he's playing as well as anyone in the world. 
and now he's going to that. But again, that man, golf outfit. Like we're just we're coming off of a major championship at the home of golf. It it's unbelievable what that is, what that means, what that stands for. Every golfer that was there, you know, whether that was a Taylor Gooch or Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods or Rory or Justin Thomas, live guys, PJ Tour guys, they all will say it's you know it's one of the holy grails was one of the the terms Rory used. It it means more than anything. So it's not so much about watching Cam play great golf. It's about Cam playing great golf in a tournament that really matters, that means something to everybody that's ever been a fan of the sport. Yeah. So that's what it's going to continue and to now be for he's me. Take his trophy and go hang out at live golf events where he doesn't have to worry about missing the cut. That's let's go play for a tour that can't fill out their profiles <laughs> online, where I can weigh zero pounds, zero ounces, and my hometown is a dash. That's the <laughs> where are you that from? sounds great. I'm from Dash Dash. Wait, but that's they pay a hundred million dollars. Great, they do. They, yeah, it's almost like they are not really interested in building a golf league or something. Crazy. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Obviously, Timmy will have plenty of thoughts, I'm sure, about his trip to Scotland. When we come back, the crew get a big win. The hell is real rivalry, so we'll discuss that. Also, the Browns are starting to acknowledge reality slightly. Uh, we'll talk about that and more. We're off and running. It is Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that East Long Street, east and westbound between Miami Avenue and 20th Street, that is blocked due to a partial building collapse. They are working to get this clear, but please use Broad Street in the meantime as a possible route. Avoid this if possible. Traffic Report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build meditation apps or feed the planet. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Live at the uh, Fan Golf Classic here, Clovis Country Club, T-Bone here, no common man today, he'll be back tomorrow. Timmy Hall, back from the British Isles, he is here joining. Lots of golf discussion in the first part of the show, but uh, we got plenty coming up for you. We do have our favorite segment, Teddy, you know, you love it, yikes, coming up at 434 uh, Jason's beef with our guy Jason Stark. That'll be at five thirty-four, and I'm glad we're doing that. I love it. Uh, so the the big thing for me over the weekend, as you were doing all the golf stuff, Tim. You know, I was locked in on everything black and gold. Oh yeah, crew taking on uh, Kentucky FC, aka FC Cincinnati. The which hell, which hell is bump. real? Derby is what they call that. I, by the way, I didn't get to this in the first segment. 
I bumped into a couple of adoring T-Bone fans. Oh, no way. Right I saw before you we started. Right, I, I didn't believe true story. it. I don't, true, why I would I make I something like that up? I don't believe it. Someone was wearing a Columbus Crew shirt. And so part of the thing that I enjoy doing when I'm traveling, I can chit-chat some people. I'm like you. I can talk to yeah. some people. That's fine. Right. It's part of the fun of it. Whether they're from the States or locals in Scotland, find out the cultural differences. All there for it. How could I not say something to someone wearing a Columbus Crew shirt? I didn't. I didn't do the... Oh, like I'm from. Well, maybe I did. <laughs> how, else, how, how else would you start I didn't that conversation? Say, I'm from Columbus. I'm, I'm you never. Have. I'm never a do you know who I am guy. Or not say, oh, you know, I work for the sports radio station. I just ah. said, oh, Columbus. I was like, crew fans, you're from Columbus, right? And like, oh yeah, or Westerville or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I live in Hilliard. Great. And then uh, they were, you know, saying how big they, how they've been fans of the team forever. And I was like, so you must be fans of T-Bone, right? Oh, you guys, li- you guys oh, you know, listen gosh. to sports talk in the area. And they're, like, and they oh, probably- they're like, oh, man, we love T-Bone. He helped oh, save the crew. Oh, he's fantastic. Gosh. I'm like, I know, I know. He's great, isn't he? I love their show. It's fantastic. See, I think it's much more random that you just ran into people from Columbus while you're in Scotland. Like, not that Columbus is a small town, obviously, but... To be in Scotland and like, oh yeah, we live in the same place and now we're in this completely other place in the world. There was an insane amount of Americans there. Insane amount. It makes sense because the event. There's 350 million people that live here. Four groups at least from Ohio, two or three I think from central Ohio. Wow. Met a couple of Columbus area groups. We met a group that used to live in Columbus, you know what I mean? Not there anymore. Uh, Saw a couple dudes that were wearing Cincinnati Bengals garb. So That's, that was I mean, cool, you know. Jack's a fellow Bengals fan. All that chatted about that. Just it was it was great. So many, but living, breathing T Bone fans in Edinburgh, I Scotland. I forgot. I forgot to mention my wife is actually in Scotland right now. So that's probably who you ran to. Just met Melissa. That's what it was. <laughs> Saw her there. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I know what she looks like. Snaky, snaky. You can't get that past no, me. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So all right. Uh, speaking of the crew, though, they I'm sure those fans were happy. They got this big win in Hell is Real, 2 to nothing over Cincinnati yesterday at Lower.com Field. Rainy day here in Columbus, and it, I thought I was worried about the lightning and, and thunder, and they had a big delay a few weeks ago at a crew game, and I thought, oh, let's not have that happen again. It didn't. That was national TV, and mm-hmm. good showing by the crew. Uh, this guy, Cucho Hernandez, continues to impress. <sighs> Another goal that is four goals for him in three appearances, not three full 90-minute games. Three appearances where he subbed on twice, played about 60 minutes yesterday. He's still trying to get back up into full fitness here, but you know, even at full strength, most times you're not going to see your forward out there for 90 minutes. Usually that guy right. is going to be one of the first guys subbed off. You know what it reminds me of, though? But he, I'm just saying, he's, he's, he's been phenomenal. Four goals, three minutes. He also got MLS Team of the Week honors added to him. He's been in. He's been playing crew for the crew for nine days. He's made three Team of the Weeks because he made it in his first game. He made it in his midweek game where End the whole of the league first played. Week beginning of the third, well the yeah. middle the middle yeah. of the second and now this yeah. one. So yes, he's he's made three of these teams. It reminds me of when Lucas came over, which was such a short time yep. ago. Lucas and his first couple of moves out on the pitch, his first few balls that he had, you're just thinking, oh my gosh, like the billing was spot on. Like we thought we were going to get something incredible. We'd heard the whispers, and then you see it out there, and you're saying, yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this guy to me. Same thing with Cucho. Yeah, I mean, these are the two most expensive players in crew history by far, Lucas Elorayon and Cucho Hernandez, and they both have some kind of partnership right now 
that already is off. Like they've just started playing together, and they look like they've been playing together for years. They've got an understanding and awareness. It's great to see. It's very cool that uh, that that's happening, and for the crew to do that, not just in any you know matchup, but in this one with FC Cincinnati, where as a crew fan, you know how much I can't stand that team, and I and I I truly and honestly love watching them suffer and lose, and I don't know why. Like other than well, I do know why. I've uh, probably a psychologist could have a field day with why on the answer to that question because there's lots of things when it comes to my team being the only team in Ohio and then now Cincinnati was like oh yeah hey us too we're the same and it's like no you're not and then knowing that that was kind of going to be MLS's thing when they moved the crew they were going to be like well hey you got Cincinnati's right there so just go root for them Columbus fans and that still burns me and then the FC Cincinnati fans who were all very generous during Save the Crew but now they're all like there, some of them in the stadium are like, oh, the stadium's leaky. It's like, you think making fun of the Haslams is going to get to I, – I hate the Haslams. I'm here to make fun of them too. Let's go. But in the meantime, I like seeing my team win. I can like my team and not like the ownership of my team at the same time. That's always good for me. But either way, big win for the crew. Who do you hate more, though, Austin or Cincinnati? I don't even – I don't even – Acknowledge their existence. I don't even think about Austin. Okay, ninety percent. Honestly, I just made you. I made you think about that. Yeah, honestly, I don't think about that. I do not like FC Cincinnati, but they are at least in the state, and there's a better reason. When that Austin rivalry comes around, when they play yeah. that game, yeah. it will be a thing. Well, because I, I met a dude from Austin, and apart from him being a Longhorns guy, which made me not kind of like him. Then I saw and noticed he was wearing an Austin FC hat, and I tried to get out of the conversation yeah, as to, fast as possible. Yeah, to get out of that quickly. I understand. So what am I doing talking to an American here? Let me go to. Let me <laughs> let me maximize right, my go time here. Go talk to a Scottish person. I don't need to talk to this idiot. Do the Scottish get people? Out of here. Where, did you find them to generally? I know you, it's generalization. Unbelievably nice. Oh, really? So you didn't, didn't have you didn't run into a, a lot of like, oh, we get this all the time. All these Americans want to come over and ask us no, questions about no, Haggis no. Or they were gr- they were great. They were accommodating. They were cool. Every That's good. there one one dude that I saw who was confrontational was a golf fan, and he was trying to stand on the fence outside the 18th green, and they had volunteers and not really police officers, but security guys that were obviously instructed to tell people to mine the fence and get off the fence if they were kind of climbing up it. Right, and the one sure. guy kind of barked at a dude and said, bet you love your job, don't you? <laughs> and then the guy turned around and said, what was that, mate? <laughs> and there was like a quick little conversation. And he like doubled and I said, bet oh, you love your job. Every, all, even the, <laughs> he was like, even whoa, whoa, the, and he got a cop to come over, and the cop just kind of looked at him and snarky, smiled and said, come on, man. snarkiness like, is even, like, their trash talk is so much better than ours. <laughs> I really think, like, I could listen to British Isles trash talk I know. For days. And it doesn't even matter if you're from England, from Scotland. I could listen to that for days because it does just always end up with something like, do you value what you're doing, mate? You feel good about yourself, do you? You know, and it's just like, oh, that's that's so much better than me being like, hey, I don't like that. I'm an American and that's all I've got. And I'm done. And then you just don't feel as good. You feel much better when you got a good retort that it seems like those are well-worn in over there. That was the best that I heard, though, as far as confrontation. Well, because you didn't see a lot of confrontations. So that's and good. my brother was a big guy, and at this wasn't even confrontational. The dude clearly was coming from a place of fun, like we were in a pub, and he did he dropped an F-bomb there, so he had to like clean that up. And he was like, ah, you're a big, you know, yeah. mate. <laughs> he just commented how big he was. He's like, ah, you're a big boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, said, yeah. Look at, he said, look at you. That's what he, oh, Travis God. is if just I, like, huh? I know. If man. I went over there, it'd be that's what I am. That'd just be all I hear. Like six look four, three hundred pounds. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Well, he's he is a big guy. That's he's all right. a big boy. 
Uh, so we didn't get to the Brown stuff. We'll talk about that. Brown starting to live in reality. Uh, there's a former Buckeye tearing it up with his new team, so we'll get into all that next. It is uh, Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on I-71 northbound between Greenland Avenue and I-70. Plan on some backups in that area. And traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Central Avenue and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Columbus, Ohio, Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling. To save you money, Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments, call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Live from the Van Golf Classic out here at Columbus Country Club, we are hanging out. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We have got the segment that's not a segment. Yikes! Coming up four thirty-four. Jason's beef with our guy Jason Stark at five thirty-four. Timmy is in for Mike. Back from Scotland, where he's been hanging out. It's been a lot of fun. Did you did you get to escape any like Deshaun Watson Browns updates while you were in Scotland? You didn't have yes, I didn't. Your phone. I didn't, that's good. I didn't give a flip about Deshaun Watson. I don't blame you. There. I, I yeah. I, I wish was, I could ignore it. Honestly, yeah. I was point. sad when I saw the EJ Liddell story. So that was one thing that hit me kind of hard. But then uh, the Johnny Hockey signing. That kind of that was the day after I just enjoyed the whole afternoon at the old course. Oh, so, so you were there and when then that you come hit in later that day. Find out the Jackets yeah. just signed one of the unbelievable best scores in the league. Yeah. Wow, it's that's pretty great. It's a good up, day. Wound up uh, bumping into a couple of dudes from Toronto who I just chatted up when we were sitting there waiting for the family to get out of some store or whatever, and they were clearly big hockey fans. Had a quick convo about the Johnny Hockey signing. It impressed both of them, and the one dude had said he'd finally given up on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, mm. this year was that's it. Good. It was his, the straw that broke the camel's back. He said he after the first round, they, they lost the first round, didn't they, to the Lightning? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah he was done, and... He said he took his Tavares jersey and recorded a little screenshot of him posting it on eBay for zero dollars and zero cents, and that was it. And I said, man, you should subscribe to my philosophy. Like I said, I'm a Washington Redskins football team commanders fan. What I choose to do is hate them even more. So, <laughs> right, like that's, you with the Browns, that's I how believe. we. That's how so I. That's, live. We, yeah, that's I, how I do it. I don't drop fandom, them. I hate them stronger. My fandom typically revolves around dislike and hatred. Every yes. once in a while, I enjoy some some feelings of love. And endearment to my teams, but very rarely, especially with the, the mistake on the lake, the team up in Cleveland, the Browns just don't often get it done. So I always have to deal with that. Right. Um, the latest in the Deshaun Watson drama is that the Browns are now, and again, please sit down if I'm going to break some news to you here that may be shocking. Uh, apparently, this is from Mary Kay Cabot, aka the Cabbage, the clean, Cleveland Plain Dealer. She says, the Browns plan on signing a backup to Jacoby Brissett if Deshaun Watson is suspended for a, quote, lengthy period of time. No word on what lengthy means, but, I mean, that seems 
that news does not seem like news to me. That seems like just actual people thinking in reality, if Deshaun Watson's out for, let's say, 10 or 12 games, well, then you've got to have someone who can... Jacoby Brissett's your starter now, and, I mean, they... They have uh, is it Joshua Dobbs? They do have. Jo- I was going to say you're forgetting yeah. Joshua Dobbs. Well, was their they're third not forgetting about him. They're saying, right. yeah, we are not going to have him be our only backup plan. And if it's if it's ten or something games like that, uh, my my belief is if they go more than half a season, which again I know there's 17 games, so let's say better part of eight or more, I think that's what forces their hand to make a move like that. I think they might. If it's like four games, they might just ride it out and say, well, even if we're 0-4, we'll be fine. We have a chance to make the playoffs. But eight games is going to be too much for them to handle. So I think they'll have to explore that. Yeah, but what is out there when you think about the quarterback market? I mean, you've got your guy. You've got too much money that's invested into Deshaun. So you're limited at what you're going to do. I mean, you're... I see that in that article she's talking about Jimmy Garoppolo being an option. And... I don't know if they're going to be able to swing a deal for a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo with everything that he's done in the league so far. I mean, that's if I bring in a Jimmy there's Garoppolo, no, there's no way they're bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like, not happening, right? Oh. He would he would be starting ahead of Jacoby Brissett, and that's not even a question. And I know we're kind of here or there on Garoppolo being a long term starter. That's why he would even be in the conversation to be moved for something like this. But they got Trey Lance. That's not happening. You know, there's there's not really a whole lot of names that you can look at out there that are going to make sense for this to slot in there behind Jacoby Brissett or have somebody possibly come in who could be a little bit better than that guy. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, here's what they're looking for, I would think. You you can't go pay the amount of money you'd have to pay Jimmy Garoppolo. He wants, he's, he's owed $24 million. Someone's going to have to pay that. I don't think it's going to be the Browns. No. You'd also have to trade something along the likes of whatever you got for Baker Mayfield, if not more, and I don't think they're likely to do that. And then, of course, if you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, someone of his caliber is going to make people question, like you say, what what is if, if Jacoby Prosecco goes out and looks terrible weeks one and two, aren't they going to instantly say, well, wait a second, what about Jimmy G? Let's see what he can do in this offense. It creates a lot of unnecessary drama. I think they will go out and look for someone who is, I don't know, like replacement level behind Jacoby Brissett, not... Not someone equal to Jacoby Brissett. I don't think that's likely to be what they're doing here. I think it would be a very bottom of the roster move. A guy that, in my in my estimation, they've already got it settled probably in their heads. I would like to hope that they have already looked and said, "Well, if if we have to go get a guy to back up Jacoby Brissett, here are the three options, and all of these guys we could get, no questions asked, and we wouldn't have to give up hardly anything to do it." And so I don't think that's someone that is a name that. You know, has been out there on the free agent market or in the the trade value discussion that you would see like it's not going to be Carson Wentz, right? I don't think it's going to no. be Jimmy Garoppolo. That doesn't make any sense. Cam Newton, Mike Glennon, yeah, AJ okay. McCarron, okay. Garrett okay. Gilbert. But again, some names Cam that has spice things up for what's you a Cam little bit. Newton, what is Cam Newton doing? He's doing podcasts and talking right. about how everybody has wronged right. him. What team is he he's signed ready to for? Go. He's not. He's not signed. <laughs> yeah. He's not anywhere. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, you could go get someone who's just currently not going to play. They could go out and do that. RG three says he's ready to go. Hey, you Run know what? Super fast. That's ready well, to swing that's what around. I mean. And my third part of his career with the Browns, anyway. Sure, they, it couldn't be worse than you know what options they would have anyway. I, look, at the end of the day, I don't feel like this Jacoby Brissett situation. Uh, is the greatest, but it's the bed they've made, and they will have to live with it. 
and whatever replacement they have for him as a backup in case he does have to start, let's say, 10 games because Deshaun Watson is out for 10 games or more, they are going to be able to find a star, or a backup who is probably not in the league right now or is a third option on someone's team. I mean, you're not going out. They don't have any draft capital to expend, so they can't go out and trade a nice pick to go get a player. That would be dumb. But it also isn't something they just that they just don't have, and, and they can't go pay someone like like Jimmy Garoppolo. They're not going to be able to do that. And honestly, the more I think about this, like, was there is there a world that you can have a number one overall pick like Baker was and had the time spent in the organization? Thought I'm sure he thought to himself that he'd had a couple of couple of quality seasons in that mix, right? And it was it was up and down, but. Like there's no way that could have happened, right? No. There's no no matter how nice they played it, he would have continued to demand for the trade, right? As soon as you bring in a quarterback with that kind of baggage and for that price tag guaranteed, it was done, right? Yeah. It was completely done. It it and it wouldn't have mattered if there was a rift between Baker and the front office or not, right? Like that just couldn't have been sustainable. No, there, I where didn't he think stays that and plays ever, out that deal at that I didn't price think tag. Was ever an option for that to occur? I didn't. Think he that was, was going real. to be moved. Yeah, no, no doubt. Well, was, whether they were being the nice way, the way the or mean office, to each other, he was going to be moved. Well, I can't say that if, if the front office doesn't completely just go out there and napalm the situation. I don't say. I don't know. Adult. It's too much money well, but, wrapped up in the in the position. It didn't matter though because Deshaun's making a million this year. There's no money wrapped up. Like again, that that was all posturing by them to just try to not have to pay all of it. But either way, no, you're right. You're right. I, I mean, you're right. Way, there, there, there's there were there was that they thing were they did with less the books. Than, they would have spent less than thirty million on quarterback, which is, I mean, the going rate which is for totally in the in play. the realm. Yeah, but Nick Nick brings up an interesting point, and this one uh, I would need the biggest buzzer sound effect in the world when I read this name, but I don't have the buzzer sound effect in front of me. Nick says. Uh, What's Big Ben up to these days? All right. That, Good job. He is. Thank you, Ted. He is uh, uh, available. What I believe he's actually doing is dousing himself in Heinz ketchup in protest of them changing the sign on the Steelers stadium. That's all he's doing right now. He's not uh, going to play anywhere. He is definitely not going to play for the Browns. And if ever you wanted to lose the rest of the fan base that's still kind of hung around, go out and get Big Ben. To be that'd be good. Have two guys that have a bunch of people accusing them of doing things that they shouldn't be doing in a sexual manner. Let's have them both be on the team. That'd be great. One can mentor the other. That's awesome. No, I I can't see that happening in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, he was mad over the week uh, last week about Heinz Field changing names, Timmy, and was like crying about it as if someone had changed the name of the shoe. And it's like, well, this that is a sponsorship name. I know. You, I don't know if you know that, Big Ben. It's not like they just did that because they like ketchup. I mean, it, no. I think he. I think he thought that that was, you know, someone who sounds, fa- yeah. someone who founded the Steelers or someone that was pivotal <laughs> in their football team's right. history and organization. Yeah, because that's what he thought. I think it was that. Teresa Hines. I believe she is the one who founded the Steelers, and that's right. That's <laughs> yes. exactly how that went. All right, we are actually going to talk about the former Buckeye tearing it up with his new team. We will do that next. It is man and oh, is that right? What am I saying? Yes, it's man and bone on the yeah. fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You got it. You'll find that East Long Street, east and westbound between Miami Avenue and 20th Street that is still closed due to a partial building collapse. Please use Broad Street or another road as an alternate. This will remain closed until further notice. Caution is advised. 
Starting report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Columbus, Ohio, Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling to save you money. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Filthy mouths, bad attitudes, and ugly haircuts. It's called cabbage. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Live from the Fan Golf Classic here at Club's Country Club. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We have got the segment that's not a segment coming up 434. That is yikes. Also, we'll talk with our guy Jason Stark. Jason's beef coming up at 534. Major League Baseball All-Star Game. The break is on. The game is tomorrow. Home Run Derby is tonight. Jason's going to talk to us about all that. Back, 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 You excited about the uh, Home Run Derby? I'm not. If only I, there was Berman. Don't play. I. It'd be even less reason to watch it in my mind. <laughs> oh come I have on! No, I don't have, hate Berman. Oh, Berman hates you. I hate him. Don't hate Berman. Good. I can hate Berman. That's fine. We get along just fine. But anyway, we'll talk to uh, someone I don't hate. I actually very much like and respect Jason Stark. We'll do that at five thirty-four. Nice guy. Oh. One of the nicest guys in sports media. We it's talk about your O's. Painful how nice he is. He is. He's very nice. Talk about your O's. They're playing. Yeah. baseball. The he lo- I think he loves the O's. I don't know why I think that, but I just you want him to. I feel like Jason. I feel like you would, would love- appreciate the Orioles having some success. He, he would. He would. I bet he appreciates the Mariners having success too. They've reeled off like fourteen straight out of nowhere. Yeah. So they've they've been playing well. Amazing. You know something about Baltimore though? They clearly don't deserve that success. No ownership in the franchise. Ownership. The, sucks. the fans do. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame what's allowed to happen, but. They really don't deserve that because it shouldn't be happening because they've invested nothing into the team. And yeah. then they just took the dude, uh, they took Jackson number one overall here in yeah, the last day. That's right. So they got that's another 18-year-old shortstop in the system. <laughs> that No way that that can't blow up in your face, right? No way that won't ever just <laughs> right. work I'm sh- out perfectly. I'm sure he'll be ready in five and a half years. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Uh, so I saw this, uh, and good to see, because obviously you mentioned earlier what happened to EJ Liddell, and that is heartbreaking stuff for him. We Man. So sad. Yeah, it is. But this is good news for another former Buckeye. Malachi Branham continues on in the NBA Summer League, and he had 23 points Mm. to get the Spurs to a victory in a Summer League thriller. Uh, The cool part of this, he had 23 points, 5 rebounds. 14 of those points came in the final 5 minutes of the game. Now, you want to talk about what will get an NBA coach, scout, talent evaluation, any of that, looking at you and saying, that guy should play more for our team. It's it's a guy being able to get points late in a game, regardless of the level of competition. When that guy goes into takeover mode, especially at his position, that will work out well with the Spurs. If he keeps doing things like that, he'll get a lot of minutes there. I agree with you completely, Bone. I mean, we talk about you know when we when we talk about the college basketball season, the whole season matters, but. 
we tend to give credit to some of those teams that are getting hot late. You can boil that down to a given basketball game, too, like you're saying. I mean, you can have some ups and downs within a basketball game, but I like my guy who is playing really, really well in crunch time because that shows that you've got a gamer, that shows you got somebody who's focused, and it's interesting, too, because I was reading some of the comments from their, what do, what do we call them? He's, their, he's not their head coach, but he's their summer league coach, Mitch Johnson. He's handling the Spurs for the summer league. And the Vegas summer league, by the way, I do think is the creme de la creme of the summer leagues. Like, we've got the different levels of it. Sure. That seems to have taken over as the marquee one, sort of the main event. Well, that's where the Orlando wanted. one, they're playing in a tiny box, you know, for a few yeah. days. Vegas, they get into some arenas there, and they have some fun. They have some big action there. But Johnson said... With Malachi, and you might remember this from some times for when he was finding his way as a freshman here at Ohio State. He said him being decisive is going to be the key. He gets in between sometimes with, should I drive it? Should I shoot it? Or he's thinking, I missed the last one. When you're as versatile and as skilled as he is, you just need to play and be aggressive. That's going to be one of his strengths. Three-point shooting, so he needs to try to score. Clearly, he started doing that in that game that led to that that nice line that you gave us with 23 points, 8 of 15, 5 of 8 from beyond the arc. That's going to get it done. That's going to get guys yeah. to notice. And it reminded me of the, the Wisconsin game where he actually texted Chris Altman afterwards and thanked him for staying with him and still believing with him. Because I, I can remember that game vividly where he missed a couple of shots that he knew he should make and it was just like Mitch just said there. He got a little indecisive on the, the next few possessions where I thought he turned away on a couple of, you know, those bread and butter 15 foot pull up jumpers that he's probably 80% at hitting in a game. And he learned a little lesson from that the rest of the season. And he just yeah. got better and better and better. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I think he's got a bright future. I, I thought his game translates really well to the NBA. Uh, offensively, obviously, defense, it's going to need a ton of work to, to get to the level he needs to be. Yeah, and that will but he's be, got the the physical traits to do that. Yeah, yeah, to he's, build into yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. It's defense in the NBA. It's not about. I mean, he's got plenty of skill, like physical talent that would allow him to right. do it. It's just now you have to develop the thinking. That you, just you have, have to work to. at it. And Every focus. player that goes to the NBA has to do that. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult to do. So hopefully he can overcome that. By the way, I saw LeBron in the Drew League. Yeah, there's a lot of these up, different is, leagues. They're kind of well, fun. But the Drew League is one that's more, that's not NBA. I mean, it's not usually a ton of NBA guys. There are NBA guys that will go, a lot of former guys. It's, it's everything. It's just everything. It's, yes, it's basketball. It's, it's just really good show players. Up. Yeah, and so he showed up to it for the first time since 2011, which was yeah. a lockout issue. Yeah. And he, he came and just casually dropped 40 points on all Amazing. these young guys. Imagine being in the gym up. to see that. Oh, I can't. I would love to. I, I remember going to the Worthington Summer League back in the day here. That was one of my favorite things where... I remember that it was it was like for those who don't remember that like the basketball tournament but not called that. I mean it was there were teams and there were guys that played on those teams that like there was a team of buckeyes and I want to say usually yeah. there'd be a couple current buckeyes rolling in with a bunch of former buckeyes who were still in shape and that that was always fun to see which buckeyes would be there that day. Did you ever see Kenny Gregory at this thing? Was there some high school I don't think players? I got, I, ne- I didn't go that early. I wish I would have. That would have been a great one. Yeah, that would have been one to go to. Kenny Gregory and Esteban Weaver back Este-Bon. in the day. Esteban. We'll talk that, about Esteban. Didn't somebody do a documentary about him about five or six the, years ago? I don't know if they did the documentary, but I know there's been there's been a lot of for people who remember that era, like That's a he good was name. one of the guys yeah. that you look back and say, "Man, what could have been?" Yeah, but he played with Kenny Gregory, and you know all about him playing at Kansas. So oh that, yeah, 
Well, we Turned got out to be pretty good. We got that thing now that that gets a little bit of buzz, where our future Buckeye dropped a fifty spot at the, oh, ki- yeah, the Kingdom. At the, I saw that right here. Yes, that's, that's cool. pretty cool. We I need have to that. check he that did, out. That, that I, I should have gone to that. I, I know. Wish I like, checked put, it out. put it. Let's put a pin in that for next year too, because yeah. that game that he dropped the fifty against, he was playing against the likes of Trey Burke and Andre Wesson. Oh yeah, I mean that wasn't good nothing. There wasn't there. nothing. And yes, they, people said the environment was great. Guys were playing defense. Guys were playing the summer, game. Summer league basketball is. I, I love it. I I need to get more. I need to go watch more of that. Because yes, I'm. I could sit in a gym and watch that all day long. And I wish I would have done that this weekend. That would have been cool to do. Uh, Ryan Day, he got another commitment. We'll tell you about that next. It is Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. Traffic is still slow on I-70 eastbound between Central Avenue and Route 315. Plan about a five-minute delay. You'll also find some slow traffic on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Live from the Fan Golf Classic out here at Columbus Country Club. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Mike is off. He'll be back tomorrow. Timmy, fresh off. What, plane, train, automobile? How'd you get back here after you got in stateside oh, from uh, from uh, Scotland where you were all week? Did you it, did you get to drive back mm-hmm. or did you actually catch a flight out here? Did get to fly oh, back. Oh, good. Okay, that's I, nice. I, I guess with, with what I'm hearing from people I've talked to in domestic flights and especially trying to get into Columbus, we're usually... It, it, it pains me to say it because we don't get the credit we deserve as a city. We're, we're sort of a connection city, and that's the one tough thing about flying international is that you can't really get the straight flight from here. Like if you're just oh, going yeah. to New York or D.C., that's fine. But boy, I can't tell you how stressful it was traveling back from Scotland because you're then at the mercy of that first flight. It's not so bad when you're going out there, you know. That's okay. Yeah, because like, you've got the whole the trip. You know, yeah. unless you had something planned immediately when you land, that could be dicey. Right. But- like, I get there could be cases where that's tough too. But we didn't have we didn't have any of the issues on our way out. So I guess that's how life goes, right? You're going to get the issues on the return. But there's something about getting home, right, at the end of a long trip, and you just want it to go smoothly so you can have that that first night's sleep in your own beds. And sure enough, they told us that the the people working the airport in Edinburgh weren't so used to the wide-bodied planes that they had out there. Mm. And it's interesting because all I kept hearing the Scotsman on the PA system, which was a recorded sound in the airport, saying about how it's Scotland's connection to the rest of the world. Enjoy yourselves. Welcome to Edinburgh. 
All it is is international flights. Scotland's very small. What, what do you have, like a two-second <laughs> flight from Glasgow to yeah, Edinburgh? Everything. everything that comes in there is either going from some other country or to another country. They're all right. international flights. Domestic, it's only giant jets. A domestic flight, unless they mean domestic to mean like the British Isles, which, again, I don't know how many people are flying from Edinburgh down no, to London. No, you take a train. Right. Like, right. I, I would guess that the only ones you're flying out of are places that are not on that body of water. Like, you have to go over a body of water to do it, I not think. used to it. You, you didn't know the Open flight. Championship was coming to town? That's what I mean. Right. You should. So, two hours just sitting in the plane. Oh, two hours just sitting so in the bad. plane while they loaded the plane was that's their excuse. That's so bad. That's all the pilot could tell us. So, of course, when we landed at JFK, no chance of making the connecting flight, even with several hours in the layover. I mean, it wasn't even... Wasn't even close. By the time you got to get your bags, recheck them through customs, you got to pick them up, do that whole song and dance, leave, go back through security again. We just walked right to the Delta desk, and they had already booked us on a flight for the next day. And yeah, so we yeah, got yeah. to stay in a crappy airport hotel with no air conditioning. And at first, they only gave us one with one bed. We're like, well, there's three of us here, as you can see. And the airline knows this. There's three ticketed passengers. So we had to work. And uh, we had to work our way into a room with two beds, but of course it had no air conditioning. We couldn't wake up early enough and get out of there fast enough. Yeah, I can't blame you. It 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 would be. I'm, we're traveling in a few weeks. We're flying across the country, and and it fortunately got a direct flight. So oh yes, we're hoping that'll be okay. But trust me, like direct I'm nervous about way. it because we've got to yeah. we've got to take a two year old on a four hour flight. Ooh. So that's already bad. And then if it's like, oh no, that flight is not ready yet, or y'all can't get on at the same time, we don't, we overbooked. But honestly, God send that it's a straight flight because yeah, yeah, I can yeah. remember taking Hopefully Jack on have some a, flights on a connection. when he was that age, and we had to connect. And so when it started to go bad for the first one, like, oh great, we get to wait in an airport another two and a half hours, <laughs> and then do it all over do again, it again, where he hates oh. waiting for the plane and hates flying. Yes, on the plane. right. And all they want to do is just get out. Yeah, that's yeah. So I'm 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 already trying to like. I'm hopeful for better outcomes than you had, sad to say. Oh, and that, I, I didn't even tell you about our last night in town. I We had booked an, a nice oh. Airbnb in Edinburgh because we had to get back to that city where the airport is. Yeah. Because you're flying early the next day. You can't be out in St. Andrews or Creef, wherever we were you know, moving around to. And they didn't have a key for us. Followed the check-in instructions to a T. No key in the lockbox. Oh, no. And we are three people traveling with a 10-year-old, all our luggage, because we dropped off a rental car, standing outside the door, ready to go in this place, no key. And it was 8.30 at night. It's almost 9, ready to go to bed, get to the airport in the morning. So we just immediately, forget about trying to work this. I immediately, of course, said, like, hey, you know, all caps, no key, help us immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're already booking another hotel room. They call us back. Apparently, there was someone's luggage in the place that we were supposed to stay. So not like we would have stayed there anyway, because major security risk with that. But Airbnb's customer support, pretty good, actually, for that happening. Well, that's good. Pretty good. You know, contacting us, giving the full refund, giving credits for a future trip, like all that good stuff. But it was... It was the third... Then we had to go to the third hotel before we actually found a place that had two bed rooms left oh. it was just like everything was out it was nine ten o'clock at night had to book two hotel rooms so we could both i you know what get i gotta say accommodated knowing you and knowing how much you would hate 
usually all of that. You're um, you're you're actually quite calm. I was. Now I was proud of myself. <laughs> you I, stayed calm in that. Sarah That's good. was the one that wasn't. I. I <laughs> so, so, <laughs> somebody had to play the other side, like, <laughs> and that was I wanted to be Sarah you more wanted, than anything yes. in me. I wanted to be her, but she had claimed it. She was doing it already. Well, that's so good. I had to that's try to look you. like a normal one and have some level of calmness. To me. Oh, yeah. I, to be a fly on the wall. I wonder what that. I would have loved to have uh, enjoyed watching. She, she had the not pass, enjoyed, but she had know. the passive aggressive comments that you would have loved. That's usually from you. Yeah. So that's exactly it's like, right. Honey, well, honey, I can't just tell the person at the desk to snap their fingers and give us a room. They don't have them. <laughs> us complaining and saying this is ridiculous. They can't do that to us. Well, it's happening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no rooms. Oh, that's yeah. tough. All right. Uh, so it looks like uh, there are quite a few things going on with Iowa State that we'll talk about here real quick. Four-star 2023 tight end Jelani Thurman. He has uh, committed to Ohio State second and final tight end of the current class, uh, according to Garrick Hodge over at 11 Warriors. Uh, that would be the 19th in total. He is the 135th best player, ninth best tight end in the class, per the composite rankings of 24-7 sports. He's from Georgia, got offered in February, made his official visit in April for the spring game, took official visits to Auburn, Bama, Sparty, and the Buckeyes, got the final official visit, made the trip to Columbus June 24th through 26th. Anyway, the point is, through all those schools, he eventually settled on Michigan State or Ohio State and then decided, eh, I'm going with Ohio State. So that's good to see. 6'5", 230-pounder, 31 passes for 479 yards and seven touchdowns last season. So uh, helped his team get to a state title. Good stuff there. This is this is more to me just of Brian Day continues to get recruits and get good guys to come in here, and that's no small accomplishment, obviously, but at Ohio State it's also expected, so they, he is fulfilling the expectations, it seems like, right now. Yeah, man, and it's it, it's great to see, and it's also great to see that you know any anytime I see someone's from Georgia or from Alabama and you think about the win that is on the trail, right? And I'm not yeah. saying I, I'm, I'm looking at Georgia's commitment sheet and everything that they've already had, whether this was more of a, a situation where they didn't necessarily need Jelani Thurman like Ohio State did. But still, like I, I know the, the type of tight end room that they have down there with what uh, Kirby Smart's building with the Georgia Bulldogs, the national champs there. They're very good, and that's a... That's something that that's a position group that they're doing very well. So you think of the wide receiver unit here in Ohio. If you are a standout wide receiver in the state of Ohio, even more the reason not to look anywhere else, right? I, I kind of look at that same side of it with a guy like Thurman being from Georgia. So to get a guy like that to build up that position group, it's it's always been one of those position groups too that we just year after year we do the same song and dance every single year. When we going to see one of these guys break out for anything close to? you know, Dudley-esque type of numbers, right? We're just right. waiting to see somebody pop off for just, you know, give me 500 yards, right? Give me 500 yards receiving and six or seven touchdowns, a little bit more, a few more footballs being thrown in the direction of our athletic tight ends and get them out running routes a little bit more than we do. But we know they got their system, and Kevin Wilson seems to know what he's doing with having these guys ready to be two-way players, blocking, and that ability to catch passes. I mean, Jeremy Ruckert was... 
you know, as, as good as you can hope for from a guy at yeah. that position doing both. So I'll be excited to see Thurman progress. Yeah, absolutely. Recruiting obviously still looks different these days with uh, you know the name, image, and likeness stuff. The foundation, which is an Ohio State name, image, and likeness collective, uh, has announced that they have a six-figure joint deal in place for uh, quite a few Buckeye stars. So CJ right. Stroud is going to be a part of this. Travion Henderson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Denzel Burke. Uh, are all going to be getting an agreement that totals uh, over $550,000. Brian Schottenstein, who's the co-founder of this group, said that uh, as part of this, Burke and Henderson are going to be promoting American Eagle. Smith and Jigba and Stroud are going to plug Designer Shoe Warehouse, a.k.a. DSW. CJ Stroud also pushing Value City Furniture. I should point out, for whatever that's worth, all of these are companies that are either run or controlled by, in some way, the Schottenstein family. Well, what do you think the arena is named? Well, I mean, (laughs) obviously, you know the Schottenstein family's ties to Ohio State go pretty deep. So, yeah, but they're also, as part of this, and this is the charitable side of it, uh, they're going to have the players working with uh, partner charities, which includes Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, A Kid Again, and Lifetown Columbus. So I guess there's a fundraising event scheduled August 22nd, and it sounds like that is for the A Kid Again charity. Okay. So then... If I'm understanding this correctly, and I'm trying to get it from the reporting here in the dispatch, I mean, it looks like basically these guys are going to show up at a fundraiser. You'll get a chance, I'm guessing, if you go to this fundraiser to meet them and whatever. Possibly pay a little bit of cash to maybe, get a photo or an auto, and yeah, then that will go maybe. to proceeds to the charity. It sounds like, though, yeah, the fundraiser on August 22nd, and again, it's kind of weird, right? Because right? you have to fundraise... To like, they're talking about how they got all this corporate money together fundraising to fundraise to, 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 to keep pay these, these good guys. players here. Yeah, and then they pay those guys to then come to a fundraiser to raise money for for children's charities. It's a I wild mean, system. Yeah. Again, but do you do you know my, if this five fifty bone is is per person or it sounds this like combined. little deal? Combined. It sounds like it's combined. So a little over a hundred k per CJ JSN Travion. That's four guys. Sorry. That's, right. So yeah, like a hundred twenty five k or hundred thirty. So, let's, so let's hope that the the I don't know what else this is for, but I assume all the fundraisers that they're going to do to raise money for these charities, let's hope it totals more than $550,000, because otherwise maybe it would have just made sense to give that money to the charities instead of giving it to players who then hope you raise money, hopefully for the charity. But I, anyway, like overall, this is the way they're doing it. This is the way college football is going now, and a lot of money changing hands. A lot of money, man. It's going to continue and, and to be a lot of money. Ryan Day put the number out there, right? Said it's probably going to take around, what, $13 million <sighs> to keep the next group, the next class here. So not saying any one individual person is looking for that. He's just saying that's about what it takes these days to keep uh, the players that you want to stay in the fold. So we'll see how that continues to go. But obviously, Schottenstein family seems to be tied in with that, and that makes a lot of sense from the Ohio State side of things. Seems like one NFL owner is going to be going on a slightly longer than three-hour cruise. Uh, We'll explain that one next. It is Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on South High Street south of Greenlawn Avenue. Please be careful as traffic begins to build in this area. About a 10 to 15 minute slowdown is expected as they get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If your business is feeling a summer hiring wave, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Live from the Fan Golf Classic out here, Columbus Country Club. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We have got the segment that's not a segment. Yikes! Coming up at 434. Then our guy Jason Stark to talk baseball. Jason's beef. That'll be at 534. Uh, I, by the way, out here watching some of the golfers, we can see the putting green from here where we're situated. And I've got to tell you, Timmy, there are more than a few guys that I have seen who I don't know if they're coming back. It looks like they would be going out for their round, I guess. But I have seen more than a few guys. And we were at, we've been by the practice the, the driving range, practice screens at Muirfield Village where the pros are preparing for their rounds. And I got to tell you, I have seen what here today, mm-hmm. I have seen people who appear to be taking it more seriously with their putting as far as getting warmed up and dialed in more seriously than the pros. No. I'm more, telling you. More ser- no, I've seen, come I've on. Seen, I've seen, at one point, I saw three guys staring at one ball, all of them looking at it, all of them holding up putters, all of them doing things, and then one of them goes up, hits the ball five feet. They all stop again. They all have different angles. They look. They get together. They confer. Same guy goes up, hits it again, misses again. They all putters and line. I mean, they're like... There's they're geo tracking this stuff. They've got three different <laughs> positions to like guarantee the best outcome, and they're not getting it right. I'm just saying, I feel like that's more intense than even what I saw before some of the rounds at Muirfield, where guys just walk up, they'd hit you know twenty thirty putts, but they just kind of go up, take a look at it, hit it, look at it, take a hit it, and then that was all they were doing. This I'm seeing guys just they're sweating it out over here trying to make sure they can read these greens. Yeah, there's some there's some serious reading of the greens going on here. I got one guy that you know you'd see Victor Hovland do this move where he would kind of cut the putt in half and he would straddle the line ah, of the putt. Okay, so it's just sort of a way of him to get his read and his depth perception because you're thinking about you know the pace of the putt and maybe I've got a six foot putt that I'm staring at, but I only need to putt this thing five and a half feet because it's downhill break, and it's going to yeah. tail off or whatever. So you're trying to get a feel for that. I wish I was watching more of this to see if these guys were doing some kind of contest or if they are. Because, yeah, there's three dudes out here, and only one of them has a putter. One of them is our assistant pro friend, well, that's Evan, not, though, That's not what I saw here. earlier. I saw, I, so, saw three, I saw three different guys yeah. all with putters, all just – it's not this group. It was another group. I, I love it, though. It's like think of if you're, if you're in the neighborhood, you're in the cul-de-sac, and you're just guys hanging out on a Saturday, and maybe somebody has a miter saw out, and you just sort of gravitate towards their garage and just yeah. see what Jimmy's up to, you know, and then you just – maybe someone cracks maybe a morning beer. Maybe someone in your neighborhood. You're talking about what's going on. It's just, it's just golf going on. you got nothing to do. It's late in the day, and the pro – shop you can mosey on out there tom's out there putting trying to read certain you know trying to roll it the right way and then you just head out there and hey, what are you what are you thinking what are you working out with your if you check your grip trying to tinker with your grip a little bit trying to hit this putt you got a little right to left or six inches try to hit it there no it wasn't quite right once you sort of get your your pace down 
you know, feel that that rhythmic thing going on oh, yeah. in, the, in the back of your head while your your putting stroke gets pure there. Timmy, so you know, know what that is. I know all about that. So what you're saying makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense to me. I totally get it. Well, the other exactly thing you're saying is half of our fan staff oh, is yeah. now done working and oh, has been on there. the putting green for the last hour. So That's right. Scotty Vegas and all of his dudes. Is that what you Brad, call what Tito's doing? Because they're Tito's, all out there. Tito's just passed out on the green. Is that allowed? I don't. I'm not a golf guy. Tito's off is just sitting out there. No, at, t- Tito's no. Shirt on. He's flat on his back. I can see his belly, like his shirt's untucked. <laughs> There's some beer cans that are rolling around on the green. So, and, and I've been, I was told that Tito is filling in on the Buckeye show. So I, he's got 90 minutes to get back to the he'll studio. He'll get there. He'll get Hopefully there. Hopefully he'll, he'll be, be there. He'll be fine. Or he won't be, and then that'll be even more interesting. So that'll I'll be a lot of fun. I'll just do it from here way. then. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, you're ready. You can just roll right into it. No problems. Uh, let's talk about your favorite team, the Washington Commanders. I was going to say football team. Yeah, Washington not Commanders. Bone. Not That's anymore. Right. Yeah. Exciting new times. We command you. So. <laughs> Well, and what's what's going the on? Government with Dan is com- the government has commanded Dan Snyder to show up and answer yeah. some questions about their terrible workplace practices. But since he's the head commander, of he doesn't commanders. listen to anybody except himself. And he says, "I want to hop on my boat, the Lady S, and I want to disappear and apparently it- never come back to America." He's hopped on and said, "Look at me, I am the captain now." And he's going to steer this ship. He's not going to go where Congress says. He's gonna. He'll do whatever he has to do. A little pirate radio out there if he has to. Great movie. I watched that on my trip late at night. Oh, so nice. Dan Snyder, he uh, this article from Florio on Pro Football Talk notes that there has been a Twitter account made that sole purpose is to track Snyder's boat, the Lady S, wherever it is. The account also keeps eyeballs on Snyder's private jets. And it's all, you know, they, they, they can get this stuff. We see this when we get crazy about college football coaches switching jobs. We start tracking flights of, oh, this guy was in this town. Oh, there was a plane. That, that jet left Norman, Oklahoma, and it went to Los Angeles, California. So we know something's going on with Lincoln Riley. But the one thing is, is it doesn't show where Snyder actually is. So we don't know if he's kind of moving around on the planes or just away on his boat somewhere. Oh, not you mean they, don't back. A, they don't have a tracker on a guy who's on worth the guy. like fifty yeah. billion dollars, whatever he's worth. I don't know. What can we get? Worth. Can we get Elon to put a little bug or a ping in his cell phone? Track oh, Elon's social not going to do that. Elon's like, he hell yeah, us? brother, go do that. You're right. You <laughs> yeah, should right. be able Bil- to. Billionaires not, help oh, billionaires, right? Yeah, no, he would never dog one of his guys, right? No, one percenters, no. and you know, of course, Snyder. He is supposed to show up and you know answer some questions to the uh, oversight committee, and they want to subpoena him for some testimony. His lawyer refuses to accept that on his behalf, forcing the committee to try to serve him the old-fashioned way if they can find him on domestic well, see, soil. Okay, so interesting. I'm reminded right? of you know, on Arrested Development that show from many years ago, which of course is a fictional television program, but the like family they are involved in some some crime, and the wife. Is no, she knows about this? The mom, she knows about this, and at one point, uh, <laughs> they're talking with their lawyer about how you can't be arrested twice for the same. They can't arrest a husband and a wife for the same crime. Ah, uh, yes. And I actually, and now I take it back. I think it's the dad who says that line, and then the son looks at him and goes, I, "Dad, I don't think that's true. I think I think they can arrest <laughs> the wife and the husband for the same crime." And he goes, "Ah, oh, I got the worst bleeping attorneys." You know, and it's like I feel like is Dan Snyder just doing that where he's saying they can't arrest you on a boat. If you're on your boat, 
can't you're, arrest you're you. You're fine. You're in so- you know sovereign land. I don't know, no, Mar- sir. You're parked in Baltimore Harbor. I don't know maritime law enough, well enough to know how that works. I mean, can they go out there on some sea dues and say we're getting this guy? We don't care. Like I just, I have no idea how that works. Or do you have to lure him in with like some mai tais and say, no, just park your yacht here well, and come on in for a little drinky drink? Well, it's like and I then said. the bartender's like, Daniel Snyder, you've been served. Like as he's giving him some mai tais, that would actually be a double entendre, if you will. You if, know, if he's in Chesapeake Bay, you'd think that the Harbor Patrol could just go on out there and do that. But if he's off in the, on the French Riviera, looking at this boat, I'm sure this thing can go out on the Atlantic Ocean oh, just fine yeah. and go well, wherever it, it wants to in the Remember, world. Remember, that's where he was. He was in France. They were over there for something because they said he couldn't make the initial hearing because he had some previously scheduled Washington commander's business, and it was just him at, like, I don't know, like the Cannes Film Festival or something. Well, he, like was he wasn't try- well, actually he was, doing anything. He was trying to go see some F1. They didn't tell him that the Grand Prix is in May. So oh, just, yeah, that's was, right. He just he was well, trying to catch I guess some I'll just wait around until yeah, the next Yeah, we'll wait for next year. I would like to see a reality show that pits Kismet up against the Lady S. It's the Shad Khan's yacht oh, I see. versus yes, Dan yes. Snyder's yacht. That would yacht. be interesting. I hope they remake Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, but they do it instead with this idiot, and I think that would be a lot of fun. I would actually watch that show. Don't make it for kids, though, because you don't need to let kids know how horrible billionaires are just yet. Let them, let them get through some life, and then we'll find out. Uh, yikes is coming up next, the segment that's not a segment. We'll do that coming up at 4.34. It is Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some backups on I-71 southbound at East Broad Street. It is blocking the two right lanes. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 11th Avenue. Plan about a 20-minute slowdown as things get clear and caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has what you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Now Crayola 10-count markers and 12-count colored pencils are just 99 cents each. And Staples one-subject notebooks are just 35 cents each. In-store only, offer ends on the 27th. Limit 30. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Live from the Fan Golf Classic out here at Columbus Country Club. Beautiful Columbus Country Club. Man, what a course. Yeah. Really is. It's. Uh, I, I enjoy the uh, mature trees. I'm a fan. I've become a fan of trees, Timmy. I don't know if you've noticed that. I have noticed that. I, my, uh, I enjoy. My Instagram has become very tree filled you know of late. You've done a good job with the social medias. Oh, I don't know about kids. All that. Might say that you are down with what you're doing. Trying to. Well, I try to I get enjoy out. In, it. I try to get out in nature more, and I obviously realize like a golf course blends nature with development and, and cart paths and, and manicured greens and things like that. But still, the trees out here, gorgeous. The greens and everything else you're looking at, also pretty gorgeous out here. It is a beautiful setting here at Columbus Country Club. We appreciate them having us out here. So, yeah, this is uh, Fan Golf Classic. We do it every year. Don't miss it next year if you're saying, I wish I was out there. Well, you could have been. We have 
you know, openings every year for this. You could check it out next year when those go open. Just 971thefan.com. Bookmark that. You always have it, and then you'll know. You could keep looking for it. And the thing to note about this fine golf course, it went under some massive renovations here in the last two or three years. It was good before, and it got even better afterwards. It, it actually has a little bit of a Scottish feel out there when you'll see what they've done with some of the tall grasses and the berms and the swales. Mm, look that they kind of. It's well, got a little it Scottish really, feel really, to it. It really does have some Scottish feel to it. I mean, it, it does also have on giant, some of the holes out there. giant oak trees. I'm going to guess it's not like a huge feature in Scotland, right? They don't have a ton of that, do they? They've got plenty of trees when you get inland oh, in do Scotland. They? Oh, well, yeah, no, I, mean, I know, but not on their golf courses. Not on some that? of the ocean courses <laughs> out there. Right, yeah, not <laughs> well, what, what you got I'm at the old about. course okay. in St. Andrews, okay. but there's many, many, many different styles of... Of golf out there, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm sorry, Tim. It's got was... some spots that give you that feel, and we're sitting here the day after a major championship. I don't know how many locals know this. This course hosted a major championship in the 1960s, and it is one of the many, many times that Jack Nicklaus finished second at a major. They hosted the 1964 PGA Championship that Bobby Nichols emerged victorious. Oh, best there you go, Jack Nicklaus who, of course, is from the great city of Columbus. That's what I've heard. All right, uh, Teddy, it's time to do it, the segment that's not a segment. Let's do yikes. Uh, all right, so I'm going to start it off. The Oklahoma City Thunder, they want a new stadium. That's right. The Thunder are putting the Thunder Alley development, which is what I call my nether regions, on hold. <laughs> yikes. As Mayor, <laughs> yikes is right. oh, May- <laughs> Mayor David Holt says uh. he wants to pause the $70 million investment that the city was planning to put into this stadium because they want to talk with the ownership about building a new arena. They are in a 15-year contract at what's called Paycom Center. That expires next year. David Holt, the mayor, again, said that at the State of the City address, they want to look at a long-term relationship with professional sports, and that does include possibly building a new stadium Voters did approve $150 million for upgrades and improvements to the stadium and its practice facility, but they are now saying maybe we need to just take that money and pile that with more money to make a humongous pile of money for the already rich guys who own this team. Anyway, the arena they're in now, almost fallen down. I mean, it did open up all the way back in 2002, but the Thunder didn't start playing until 2008. So, I mean, yes, it That's is newer for them, mm. but it's super not old in any capacity you could look at it. So that's why I say, please don't give these people any more money. Yikes! Yeah, they just got to Oklahoma City like right. two minutes ago. Yeah. All right, I got to start with golf because, uh, of course, I am. And I'm infatuated with the road hole now, the 17th hole at the old course at St. Andrews. Not what I thought it meant. It is, it is so tough. Yikes. It's one of the ultimate yikes holes in golf. It's a par four that plays almost 500 yards in excessive winds, as you know. Yikes. It's a blind tee shot over the edge of the hotel on your right side that requires a fade for a righty to play it down the fairway. Yikes. There's a green side pot bunker ball catcher that can make grown men weep. Yikes. And the approach is likely going to be 180 yards or so to a green with a pin that's put in a spot on Sunday where the green is barely 20 feet deep. And if you fly it, it goes down a hill to an actually paved road, hence the road hole, with a rock wall behind it. Yikes. Four straight tournaments at St. Andrews. It was the toughest. Stroke average was over 4.6 in each of those tournaments. It's so diabolical that the road hole hotel has to close its garden and lawn area in the back for the safety of guests. And Cam Smith, sensational up and down par there. It's what uh, won it for him. So big yikes in honor of the road hole. 
There you go, Teddy. Ball catcher. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Yep. <laughs> Buccaneers. Jim Nance can take that one. <laughs> <laughs> Buccaneers running back Leonard Fournette. He was rewarded this offseason with a new three-year contract extension. But his coaches weren't excited with what happened next. He didn't attend their OTAs. And when he did show up for mandatory minicamp, he was a bit overweight. He showed up weighing almost 260 pounds, which is 30 pounds over his playing weight. Yikes. That's not a good sign for a guy you just signed for three years. Yikes. Uh, Big 12 coordinator of officials Greg Burks wanted to clarify when and where it would be allowable for a college football player in the Big 12 to display the horns down gesture, which, of course, with Texas leaving for the SEC in a few years and already being one of the most hated programs in the Big 12, that's going to be something a lot of players will want to do this year. So he wanted to clarify. But then Greg Burks completely screwed that up. Here's his quote. He said, let me be very clear of horns down. It's when you do it, who you do it to, and which manner you do it, comma, <laughs> to. I don't know what any of that means. It's, it's somehow less clear than it was before. That's dumb. If that's clear, then I can touch rim. Yikes! Could we start just using the middle finger again? Would that suffice? <laughs> it depends on <laughs> we who can't do uses down. it, when they use it. How about it a nice bird with, right <laughs> to your face mask? <laughs> <laughs> that would That'd be, be beautiful, fun, actually. Right? I would enjoy that. <laughs> All right, we go to some track and field. Devin Allen is the subject. Buckeye fans might remember him as an Oregon-wide receiver. He's a gifted track athlete. He's already made it to two Olympic finals races. That's impressive in Rio and Tokyo in the 110 hurdles. He's a three-time national champ. This is gut-wrenching. From the finals at Worlds at his home track in Eugene, not detectable by the human eye. I'm serious here. Watch it. He was DQ'd from this race. Yikes. What we couldn't see was a reaction time of .099 seconds, which was .001 seconds quicker than the allowable reaction time of .1 seconds of the starting gun. Yes, he reacted one thousandth of a second too quick and was DQ'd. Yikes. Teddy? All right, Rory McIlroy, he suffered that tough loss to Cam Smith yesterday at the British Open. He became the only player to hold a 54-hold lead at a major. He hit every green in regulation in the final ground in the final round and not win. Yikes. He stood on the 10th tee leading by 3 shots over Cam Smith. He didn't make a bogey the rest of the way and he still lost by 2 shots. Yikes. Uh so I we did this on the show on Friday, we tried Mountain Dew Hard, which is the alcoholic version of Mountain Dew. Hard. And I tried a, uh, a watermelon. It was good. Took some more home for further research over the weekend. And let me tell you, it's hard times, Daddy, out there. Like, if you drink uh, that and you are uh, not prepared to have a good time, you're going to have a bad time. Because so it, it goes down easy and is very much uh, drinkable if you like Mountain Dew. So, yeah, keep that away from anyone that's not of age to drink Mountain Dew. But very good, very delicious. Thank you to Mike Todd. Yikes. Very quickly, I was reading a Yahoo article because we just did the, the check-in and went through and saw TSA agents. And a lot of fun to watch people's carry-on luggage get checked from what they left in there. I could tell you, yeah. make sure the Nintendo Switch goes out as well, qualifies as a tablet or laptop, so one thing to note. But this one uh, that caught me from this Yahoo article, 
this uh, this woman was traveling, and for whatever reason, she thought it was a good idea to, to put in her carry-on some BDSM tools, which mm. is a, quite a bold move, I would think. That's right. Yeah. She said she looked up online to see that she could bring this stuff, and she could, but she got stopped. Very embarrassing. It was a young male TSA agent who complete was completely red and had to pull all the stuff out of the bag. There were... Increasingly large strap-ons, the article said, <laughs> handcuffs, Just lingerie, and a bedazzled the feed, the collar. Feedback is what you're, you're talking about. I the can't feedback. say what it said. The feedback that you would strap on, yeah. I understand and totally. He, like Thad Mata used to say, "I got it." He completely did the, understood. He did the search Thank quick, you, put everything back, and said, "Happy Valentine's Day. Have a great weekend." Mm. Yikes! <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Teddy, go ahead. All right, uh, one last uh, Rory uh, yikes here. Well, uh, Rory, he leads all golfers with 17 top finishes in major tournaments. But how many of those has he won in the last, uh, since 2015, this stat is, goes back to. None. So how many of those has he won? Yes, Tim, that is correct. He's won <laughs> zero. Yikes. Mm, but did Rory. he bring his feedback to strap it on at the end of that tournament? Because, you know, you get hungry at the end, and you're just like, I'm tired. I've been using my arms and my hands all day. I need something to just put the feedback on so I can get some food in me. I totally understand. That's uh, don't put it in your carry-on though. That will get flagged as you're going through. <laughs> they will flag that one. How bad will things be for the Bengals if they can't make it work out with Jesse Bates? We'll discuss all that next because that's getting uh, not good. Is is not getting? It's not getting better. I guess what I'm trying to say as we go forward. We'll do that next. It is Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the two right lanes of 71 southbound at East Broad Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 17th Avenue in this area. Plan about a 20-minute slowdown as they get things clear, and please be extra cautious here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpyCareers.com. Rumpy is hiring CDL drivers, earn $1,400 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-on bonus. Paid CDL training available. Apply at RumpyCareers.com or stop by the career fair at Rumpy on Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. We are live from Columbus Country Club here. It is the Fan Golf Classic. Fan Golf Outing. Timmy Hall is filling in for Common Man today. We will talk to our guy Jason Stark. Jason's beef coming up at 534. All things baseball. First half of the season. All-star game. We'll get into all that with him. Uh, this is it's been fun out here at the course. We've been watching some of the uh, golfers come through. A lot of putting competitions going on right now. I think our promotion staff has been having a putting competition for the better part of this afternoon. So they're still. We'll keep you posted. I can't tell who's lost more money out there, but you know it's been there's been money lost and won because Scotty Vegas is involved, Timmy, and you know that's how that's going. You got to throw down if Scotty Vegas is out there. You got to throw down. Yeah, Sticker Brad is also losing all of the sticker money that he's made over the years. It's all just going right out, right out of his pocket right now. So <sighs> what a shame! That's too bad. You hate to see. What it. a shame! He's going to have to lick a lot of envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that was. 
<laughs> we haven't gotten one of those sponges yet? Eh, you know, we probably no. did. We probably did. He's not at sponge level. Well, <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> He's also handwriting all the We're addresses. We're working him he like a dog. our own address on the envelopes, even though we could have given him a stamp or no. a sticker with it on there. You nope. remember that dude at Texas Tech? Got thrown into stuffed yeah, into a shed. That's right. Yeah. That's Brad. That's Brad. That's There's what we do. Shed out Mike, back. Mike Leach runs our promotions yeah. department. Okay. Adam Leach or no? Yeah. No, no. no Mike, was Leach a, was, Mike Leach was the coach, right? Who was the receiver? It was it was, was the was son of the James Adam kid? James? Was that yeah, his name? I think that's right. That's yeah. Brad. We put okay. him out in the shed out back. You remember who like ended no up being sponge, the bad, you the bad the guy? Envelopes. That, the bad guy. That situation ended up being the guy doing the shed. Inputting, not the person who was in the shed. I just want to be clear. Like that's, right. That's who became the bad guy in that situation. Right. Just lessons from history. We have to learn from them so we don't repeat them. Uh, all right. So we have this story with the Bengals. If I were a Bengals fan, I would be frustrated by this. I would be very frustrated if I were a Bengals player looking at this. Because Jesse Bates, who's been one of your leaders on this, the leader on that defense, one of the main reasons your defense was so vastly improved last year, he wants a contract. The Bengals don't seem to want to give it to him yet. They want to have him play on the franchise tag. He does not want to sign the tag. So now we're at an impasse. He's making more and more sounds like he is going to possibly say, "Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show up at training camp. I'm not gonna, you know, be a part of anything in the off season," and I'm. If I have to, I'll hold out. I'll do what I have to do. I don't think we've gotten fully to that point where he's like announced that, but we're getting. It sounds like we're heading that way. So, well, why do you think Cincinnati prepared by taking a lot of DBs in the draft with the picks that they had? They started in the first round with a DB. They took Tyson Anderson as well, and you know you've got Von Bell under contract. You've got you've got good players. I like I like this roster. When you continue to stare at the Bengals roster, but look, I mean. The point of it is Jesse Bates is a great player, and they tagged him for a reason. I I don't know if I necessarily agree that he's the second most important player on the team, which is what well, yeah, the that, NFL Network who reporter said. That? said. Who said that on NFL so Network? James Palmer from the NFL Network is convinced that Bates is the second most important Bengals player behind Joe Burrow. I think Jesse Bates is the most important person to the Cincinnati Bengals after Joe Burrow, he told GMF. They change so much of what they do defensively throughout the week, from week to week, but also throughout the game. What's the biggest part of that? It's how you communicate on the field. He's the guy who sees everything, is the unquestioned leader of this defense. And I'm sure I could, you can almost imagine Jesse Bates, if he was catching that on TV, like throwing his arms up saying, you see, you know, this guy gets it. Why don't they get it? And I don't think it's necessarily that the Bengals don't get it or don't see it that way. It's just trying to get the best deal imaginable. They want yeah. him to be a part of it, but it's like with anything, you're going to look at statistics, you're going to look at comps in the National Football League of what kind of you know value is on that position for a guy that has produced those kinds of numbers. I mean, we know it. Sometimes you can be a better player than what your stats show. I'm pretty sure Jesse Bates is a guy that falls into that category. I don't know if he's the second most important player on the team with what they've got. Their offense, I, I still think it's what they had to do on the offensive line. I'm excited to see how this this uh, holds up when you bring in Lyle Collins and Alex Kappa and Ted Karras. You basically rebuild the entire right side of the offensive line. So you that's would think where it that's going to be vastly improved. Oh, uh, you, you would, would hope. You would think bare minimum they're you know forty percent better, right? Than but what I, they I were think last that's year. That's where if I were a Bengals fan, I would be frustrated. Is we knew the weaknesses of this team largely lay in the offensive line, and yes, you want to shore up the defense like everybody wants to shore up their defense here and there, but 
I don't think most people said, oh, yeah, the problem we're going to have this year is we may not have one of our most productive and vital cogs to our defense you know, as a part of things. I don't think it's going to get to that level. They will work something out, but it, it may mean that the time for him is short. You know, and I, I, I wonder this too. The last thought is for me, what do the players in the locker room? They see that and go, oh, yeah, yeah, this is the Bengals we've always heard about. Yeah, that's right. They don't take care of their guys. He went out there and was as good as anybody else not named Joe Burrow on that team, you know, and, and they're not taking care of him. What will they do when it's my turn? You know, and that that is something that I think can help reinforce the bad thoughts that have been out there around the league about this team and that they've tried to move on from with, you know, different people in the front office and with better decision-making. If you're not paying one of your best players, regardless of the reasons why, that perception is going to continue to be negative around the league about them. Take a break. We come back. If you missed anything in the first two hours of the program, the rundown will get you all squared away. It's coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two right lanes of 71 southbound at East Broad Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 17th Avenue in this area. Please be careful as traffic continues to build. A 20-minute slowdown is expected and caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get fired up for grilling season at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak, just $3.49 a pound. Now through July 19th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. We are live from the Fan Golf Classic here. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in. We're out at Columbus Country Club for another hour. Golfers are continuing with their rounds, rolling through here. We're going to have a little banquet later on tonight. Bit of a wet track out here, as you may have guessed, given yeah. all the rain that we got over the weekend. But it certainly is, man. Hasn't it has not stopped people from coming out here and having a great time? So uh, yeah, Fan Golf Classic next year. Of course, you can be a part of that if you didn't get to do it this year, and then you might come by and uh, see us or see the DJ that's out on the patio. Absolutely, yeah. He's, he's I got to say, one of the best DJs I've ever seen. Unbelievable, he's man. Doing a tremendous Unbelievable. job. Unbelievable. I, I awesome. got to ask you too while we're talking golf because you know when I was on the trip, I got to you know see and, and feel the differences in the culture and the way the game's played. Nobody rides out there in Scotland. Everybody walks. Really? There's like no carts. I mean, you've got to be disabled for them to give you a cart. Interesting. So that's I mean I, I I mean I get but like in some ways it seems like the spirit of the game to some degree of is course. to get out have a walk yes, and then occasionally I agree. hit a golf ball. And I do feel a little bit worse about myself that I've become this guy that's just totally into riding 18 at all costs. I need to have the cooler that can have the ice in it with the six-pack of beer. I want to ride and not walk at all. I want to take 10 steps to my golf ball, focus on the shot, but if you got into it, which side would you be on? Because you've been into the fitness and you're looking great. 
Would you walk the course oh, every I time? Would, that would be I. I probably I probably say that without having ever done that. So in my head, it's like, oh sure, I'd walk because that's what that would <laughs> right, be good. Right. I'd get some steps in. Yeah, I'll say that. That yeah. sounds good on on paper when but I say I, it out loud. I can acknowledge that when you're out there in the middle of July or August or even June, and, and it gets to be so hot and sweltering and humid, and you've hit you know twelve holes and you've still got another six to go, and you're like, yeah, I could use an icy beverage, a little seat for a moment. And it's like, no, nope, keep on walking. That I could see gets old. I'm I sure will, it does. I will say the fun the fun thing to do, though, the best way to have it, if you could, and again, you've got to be a serious bigwig to be able to play this way, but there's one great thing about walking but not having to carry the bag. Like, that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It makes a big difference when you're carrying nothing and you just enjo- enjoy the stroll. So no cart caddy for every round for the rest of my life. I could well, sign up for I, that. I do think when people have said, like, you know, those golfers, they walk 18. I mean, that's that's they're real athletes. It's like, no, that they are. They they are real athletes. They have a lot of performance that goes into that. But let's let's be very clear. That is a lot different than like the average person out on a Muni course playing 18, who's like, yeah, I'm just going to walk with my bag, even if you get the little rolly thing. Like, yeah, you're still, you're, you're pushing it. You're yeah, you're carrying or you're pushing and right. playing and playing. I'm saying like that is very different. So yeah, I get the cart thing in that regard too. If you can't have a if you don't have a caddy walking around with you, that's certainly something that helps. So I totally get that. All right, so we'll talk about plenty of golf here because I don't know if you're aware there was a little thing called the British Open. Timmy was in Scotland and got to attend St Andrews. He was in the town. He was at the course. So we'll get into that. Teddy, let's do it. Let's hit the rundown. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. So, uh, big win for Cam Smith, who got the job done at the British Open, and then proceeded to hop on the same plane back to the States as Timmy Hall's brother-in-law. Your your brother and, and sister, my sister and their sister family. and brother-in-law All and their family. Yeah. yeah. They were on the plane. Yeah, and and he's the one who sent you the photo, which is like I said, your brother, unbelievable, yeah, your sister, and all that are all in this plane, and they see the guy who won the British Open. Unbelievable, it, a, a random string of luck. But his his performance there, you said earlier, not this is again. I didn't get to watch a ton of this. I was all hell is real yesterday, of course. But down the stretch, Rory didn't choke it away necessarily. He just didn't make birdies. Yeah, you just have to make birdies at this Cam course, Smith right? Did. He had five Cam, straight coming Cam's, down the coming down the line, right? Cam's putter was hot, and again, uh, I loved it for that reason because, as I said in the first hour, as a golfer, you know, you can get infatuated with throwing darts up there close to sticks or being able to bomb it off the tee. But when all is said and done, if you can't putt, you're not going to beat guys in golf. Like that's that's as simple as it is. You can strike the ball beautifully, and Rory did. It's a great round, right? I mean, two under par, blemish-free. didn't have a bogey, and he lost. And didn't just lose. He lost by two. He got his butt kicked by Cam on Sunday. Cam shot 64 to Rory's 70. That's getting your butt kicked. And still to me, that's not a choke job. That's Cam going nuclear and, and going out and winning it. But, I mean, for me, so many different layers and levels to this bone by getting to see some of it. With my own eyes and taking the course, which has been a, you know, obviously a lifelong dream to be able to get to do that trip. And I hope everyone who's listening, who's a fan of the game, puts it on their list and, and plans on saving up some some cash to go and do it. I can say it's worth it. It's worth spending that money. You know, if it's not going to break the bank and be a difference between you living for, for the next months or or whatnot, and you got a job and can earn it back, it's it's worth it. It's it's almost as it's what I expected it to be. 
it it met my expectations and exceeded them at the same time, if you know what I mean. From yeah. watching yeah. it and having the course in my head for my entire life and then just taking it all in, it it really was just a special place and to just all the all the people that you talk to or getting a look at the road hole, appreciating what that eighteenth is like, how the town spits right out to the green. And you've got the clubhouses and the hotels right there that are old and iconic. You've got a cemetery up on the top of the hill that old Tom Morris and young Tom Morris are buried in. You've got the guy's house right there, his old pro shop. It's it's just a special place. And then to top it all off, I'm yeah, texting with my family, and they just send me a picture that Cam is sitting in the airport just having a brew, and obviously the case that's holding the claret jug is just sitting right next to him. And then to find out, you know, someone else on the plane that was on social media, shows him stuffing it into the overhead bin. Just a normal dude by himself. Like, no, no, I got it. I got it. Could you back away? I'm going to get it in here. I'm going to stuff it in. Putting the, the claret jug into the overhead bin yes. on the commercial flight a, home. A normal dude who just won the British Open was sitting in first class, which, I mean, again, I don't blame him. If I'd won the British Open, that'd be the least of the things I would be doing, let alone get a private jet or something. But looks like he's going to have even more private jet money because that live golf Seems to be calling mm-hmm. his name, and it appears that's where he is headed next. Is that uh, it appears as, so? As a golf fan, does that does that ruin this for you? Is that not not like the trip and everything, but just that moment of him yesterday getting that big victory? This is the what ranked number two golfer yeah. in the world now joining up with the uh, you know basically with Darth Vader. Look, He's I'm, going to the evil empire over there. Look, my, I, I've let my thoughts on this breakaway tour be known already. I don't like it, and I, I appreciate guys like Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy who have been, you know, Team PJ Tour. But it, it, it's never the game has never for me so much been about the tour. It's just that happens to be. It's like we talk about football, right? These new leagues that that form and they you know go off from the NFL. They're nothing, right? I, mean, I guess it would be different if they started to get big-time players, and we would see if that would do anything to move the needle. But for me, it's about major championships and appreciating and enjoying a guy you know, shooting a great score and winning at the home of golf, where everybody dreams about winning a golf tournament because the history is there. It means something. It matters. This is something that's brand new. You'd have to come back to me in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, if this thing makes it, which I don't think it will. And maybe we're we're singing a different tune, but it's a little frustrating right now what's happening with the game. But I'm not I'm not letting it yeah. ruin what what the week was or what his round was or what the tournament was for the past week. I will say, I, for someone who doesn't understand golf as much, or I haven't watched a ton of golf and I'm not as invested in this, you know, I do like auto, you know, auto racing, motorsports, that stuff. The, right. The indie car split of the 90s is a comparison a lot of people have made to this. If you haven't looked that up, and, and what happened fan, there? It killed. It, it ruined the sport for like 20 years. What was there, the other? What was the other entity? It was. That it was. Up? It was basically the drivers said and some of the owners said we want to, more of a share of what money comes in from the TV deals and basically the people who ran the Indianapolis Motor Speedway they kind of run IndyCar. They said no, and so then the rich owners said, "Well, the sport's nothing without us. We're out." And they went and formed their own league. Literally ran a race on the same weekend as the Indy 500. With half the Indy cars are over here, half the Indy cars are at the Indy 5. Like it, 
it was a mess for like 20 years. Wow. So th- let's hope that's not what's happening for golf's sake because that's not going to be good for golf anyway. Wh- whatever side you come down on this, even if you're a big fan of the live golf stuff, that will not help the game overall. It will just split up attention on it. It will divide people's loyalties on it, and nothing will really succeed out yeah, of it. Yeah, bo- so, both tours would be watered down. Yeah, unless you yeah, get and that's not, that's 80, not 90% of the top players to go to one, then, then it could over overtake. But I just... Not a fan of the format. It's like they're trying to force feed golf fans something that they're telling us we want. Yeah. And yeah. me being a, a huge golfer and a lover of the sport, I don't really want those things that they're pushing. I I like what I just saw yeah. over seventy two holes. That's what I like. Yeah. And having a cut line and all that. I mean, Absolutely. You don't, if, if there's not someone getting cut, you don't have that Tiger Woods moment. And, and I don't care. Why would I, as a consumer of something, care about the dollar amounts you're pushing to me? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, great mean, for him. Like, awesome. Good for that guy. He's what do making, I get? He's already making ridiculous amounts <laughs> yeah. of money, right? I'm like, like, okay, you, got, you offered him you $300 million. Good. What do I get? I care about Nothing. it if it's not equitable. If, like, you know, like we've talked about in college sports where so much money is being made and the players can't access any of it. But that's different than this where it's just Phil Mickelson saying, yeah, I make 5 or $10 million a year, but I want to make 50 or $100 million a year. And it's like, well, I don't. I, that, that doesn't do it for me. Maybe no. it does it for other people. Um, all right, Teddy, let's, let's hit another rundown. Got to talk about the big win for the crew. Hell is real. The rivalry match with FC Cincinnati. Leg one. That was the home match here at the lower.com field. Crew get it done. Two to nothing. Cucho Hernandez. He has not played uh, a full 90 minutes in one game. He has started. Yesterday was his first start for the crew. Two substitution appearances prior to that and substitute appearances. Uh, in those you know start and two sub appearances, he scored four goals. He has been awarded MLS Team of the Week honors, which is like they take the best 11 players from the week and put them on the Team of the Week. He's gotten that not once, not twice, three times in the nine days he's been here. Uh, pretty unprecedented start from him. No one in league history, I believe, has been able to score four goals in their first three appearances that were not full starts like guys have scored that many goals in three starts where they played most of the game he has barely played 60 minutes at once which was yesterday uh, and that's it I mean it's it's a pretty remarkable thing for the guy that they just spent 10 million dollars on so the goals are here goals feel like they're going to stay here for a while Timmy it's honestly man how I'm excited for you and just the fact that you've got Lucas Zellerayon and Cucho Hernandez on the same team right they now. They seem to be having a good little partnership and, and the, form in there, too. Right, like just the, the unison that these guys seem to have. I mean, we've talked about you know guys that we've seen with the Columbus Blue Jackets that have been able to have that kind of chemistry, right? But it's it, it, it reminds you of when they brought over Lucas Zellerayon, which wasn't long ago at all. And right. the immediate impact that you saw and how insanely excited you were to see those first couple of goals and just the the velocity that uh, that this guy can put, put yeah. on his shot. Well, in, in, it's sensational. Cucho Hernandez has reinvigorated the team. And to that end, uh, you know, Lucas Alrayon was playing okay, but he was dealing with some injuries. He now, in the three games since Cucho became part of the team, has one goal, which he had last night, and five assists. So he's back into form, too. And most many of those assists came to... You know, Cucho Hernandez as well. So it's it's been quite a thing to watch. Right. And uh, they needed to learn how to score a little yes, bit better. Yes, that's been the problem with this team is they could not score. Now they're scoring like crazy, and that's what's good to see. Also good if you are someone who works with the crew ticket office, 
They've got like six of the next ten games. Oh at home. yeah, I so was just looking at if that. If you're saying, "Wow, I'd like to go watch Kucher Hernandez," games a plenty. They've got a bunch of home games coming up. They couldn't have timed this better. Quite honestly, it'd be nice to have a new stadium to take in yeah. all these. Oh, new you home, got that too, right? Yeah. Too. Kind Perfect of a nice timing. deal there. Absolutely. All right, Teddy, let's wrap it up. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. I have got a story that I'm glad Teddy put in the prep, but I, I want you to sit down because I'm going to shock you with some news about the oh, NFL. Shocking. shocking news. The NFL, there is a team that is having trouble selling tickets to their season ticket base, and you're going to be shocked when you find out who it is. And if you can't tell, I'm being very sarcastic. But we'll get into all that next. It is Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing heavy backups on I-71 southbound at East Broad Street. It is blocking the two right lanes. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Hudson in this area. Please be careful. Plan about a 30-minute slowdown. Might want to avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Like a sports drink. But for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. We are live out at Columbus Country Club. It is uh, a fan golf classic. Been out here all day. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of the golfers still, you know, getting it done out there with a little bit of a wet track. Certainly a lot of rain out there, but we've had fun and looking forward to the rest of the evening out here. Hope uh, if you couldn't join us this year, maybe next year you can. Make sure you check 971thefan.com. You can always find out about what we have going on here at the station. Also, don't forget tomorrow, 971thefan.com slash Tour. Timmy, have you seen these shirts that we got made up for oh, yes. the world tour? I mean, we're we're not going anywhere, but we thought if we if Mike and I had a rock band, what would the t-shirts look like? So we got them designed by a great guy who's in a bunch of rock bands, Chris Blaine, our guy, big crew fan, loves all the stuff here in town, loves the station, listens all the time, our guy. He made these shirts for us. We can't speak highly enough of how much we love them. Those shirts go on sale tomorrow at 3 in the P. $30 for the red shirt, single color, and we'll be good on that. You can, as many as we can sell from now till Friday at midnight, that's how many we're going to sell. But then once we're done, they're gone forever, never making them again. The black shirts with the full color logo, there's only 75 of those. They come with a box. What's in the box? Lots of things. Uh, you will get a guitar pick with our logo on it. You will get a sticker with the logo on it. You'll get that shirt made. Uh, and a beer glass, tons of other cool stuff Man. in there. And Must be nice to be this famous. And there is an exclusive meet and greet coming up on oh. August 1st. That box, there's only 75 of these. That box will get you, That's you pick it up there. And then that's your ticket in, basically, 
to come and hang out with us. So can't tell you where it is, but that all the details tomorrow uh, will be on the website, uh, Man and Bone World Tour, just 971thefan.com slash Man and Bone World Tour. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to everybody getting to see these, people getting to put them on when we get them out to you. So done a lot of work. Promotion staff has done a very good job helping us get all that put together. So it's been a lot of fun. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's, a, that's a long time coming for this stuff, too. I know there had been things that were in the works for a long time that you couldn't talk about or couldn't put out there, but yeah. you're trying to come up with some kind of idea that well, would... Well, Mike and I, we love... Ever we since love, the pandemic hit and there was supposed to be a party, we were looking we for things to We wanted to do to that, right. We wanted to do Man and Bone Fest. And greet. It never worked out that we could do that. So we thought, well, what if we can't do that, what else could we do? And right. we thought, well, let's do something... Because Man and Bone Fest was going to be this huge thing where we were going to have a big concert hall type place booked for it. And then we realized, well, maybe it would be better to have a more like intimate setting and hang out. And actually, that might be more fun. So that's what we're doing this time. If people like it, maybe we'll do it again next year. But yeah. a different a different thing. You know, we won't do the same thing each time. No, that but. would be good. Like if we like a Buckeye Show's version of this would be to, you know, take part in a in a practice. Up at uh, the Woody. Oh yeah, and we that'd could be put football pads on, and the team could just beat up on us. <laughs> Why don't and we could be the we could be the tackling dummies? <laughs> we could charge a pretty penny. It'd be a yeah. Buckeye football fantasy camp. There you go. That'd be a. Lot we'd of have fun. former players up there, like you know Joshua Perry would. Oh yeah, because that wouldn't be a problem. Beat the living he tar decided out of us. To, Yeah, I was going to say if Joshua Perry squared you up, there would be no problem. He's not still built like a freight train. <laughs> no, I know. Tyvis talks a big game. <sighs> Tyvis so maybe too. Tyvis I wouldn't, wouldn't want to. Tyvis. I mean, throw the pads on. And Tyvis is in good shape. Obviously, show us how good he is. Still. Like still in good shape and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. But oh yeah, I wouldn't know. I would. Mm-mm. No, thank you. I would not be in front of any of that. I, I literally, I've told this story before. Where Beanie Wells, you know, worked here at the fan. Obviously, Timmy, I think you're aware of. Yes, that, I remember him. <laughs> you remember that guy? Yeah. So <laughs> Beanie you, one time Bean. was doing your show and. I was in the hallway, and he had forgotten his headphones. And it was like a minute till he had to go on the air. And our old studios, there's a big uh, long hallway down to where the offices were. You, no, down no, the hall? he didn't. But that was the only time I had really experienced at that point Beanie Wells in full trot, like he was he was going with a purpose <sighs> on, and then again not sprinting, but jogging quickly to get back there, get the headphones, and get back up to the studio. And I was and even that was a little intimidating. And I had to change yeah. my pants afterwards. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how you anyone just went, get, ever clear, tackled. Clear the way. Beanie's running for his headphones. No, just sitting in the studio with him. His his upper body, man. Oh, dude. It's, and it's and he watching, also watching like watching guys on TV that you've watched in sports, and then being up close and seeing some of these guys as they just again do light activity, and you're like, I don't know how anyone stops that person on a football field or on a basketball court. I'm sure if you were like at the Drew League with LeBron, and you actually get to see him up close, I'm sure it's running way full different speed up and yeah, down the court. It's, from 10 it's feet much away. Yeah, different you're like, than oh my sitting God. in the stands and right. seeing it. You know, at a, at a Lakers. You're thinking or like someone takes a charge on this guy. Yeah, like, right. what, what do they die when it's right. done? Do they turn into dust? Like, what? What's the right. physical thing that happens yeah. when someone steps in the way? But from from working with a number of the athletes, and you've worked with several of them too, you sit in the studio with them from close distances. It, it's hard to it's hard to appreciate how strong and how yoked these guys are. From like a James Laurinaitis, he's sort of a thinner one, but oh, yeah. still yoked and jacked, and even kept his physique mm-hmm. until you know years after he's been retired. And it's it's so funny, almost to a T. They will put on. Maybe five pounds of fat, right? Oh, like, right. It's, no, they're all it's in ridiculous negligible. shape. You can't ridiculous even notice shape. it. But almost to a T, they all complain about how fat they're getting. <laughs> 
Tyvis was giving me stuff about, you know, six pounds. He's like, oh, man, you know, I'm at 212 now. Like, oh, I got to get it down to, right. get it back down to 208. I'm like, what are you talking about? Go have a double cheeseburger. You have won. Yes. You're a winner. You're, yes. Look at your body right now. You can take off your shirt right now, and everybody would applaud. It always ends there like, with you, doesn't it? What's going on? It always ends there where you're just like, go ahead and take off your shirt. Man. Let's go. <laughs> Look. Marvelous. <laughs> Can't blame you though. Same same here with Tyvis. He's he's doing great. All these guys, they're winning at life. You're exactly right. All right, so the Jags, uh, they are the team that the uh you know, Jacksonville Jaguars, they've kind of been, I don't know, not good for the last what, fourteen, fifteen forever seasons. Yeah, but the I mean Urban. Well, that didn't work, that didn't that didn't go so well. Let's just that didn't it didn't work out. Uh but Jags fans have now been asked in a survey uh conducted by the team. What is the reason, if you've decided you had season tickets before and you're not buying them, what's the reason? The number one Do reason. Do you want an answer you're to not, this question? Well, and again, I sure? hope you're sitting down for this. The number one reason cited was the team's performance. According to the Florida Times Union, that reason was given by 64% of former season ticket holders. Yeah, this, this no kidding. Wow, I'm so glad that they dug into that. But it, it doesn't surprise, right? That's exactly what people would say. Now, you know what the number two reason was for them not renewing season tickets if they didn't do it? What's that? Cost of season tickets. Mm. So lack of performance. Too expensive for cost a Cost of season team. tickets. Maybe if you were competing for Super Bowls, that'd be a good price. But you are priced all wrong. This you is, should be this the cheapest is where, ticket in the NFL. By a large amount. Now, I was giving, I was joking about Florida Times Union. Seriously, though, like that, it's a good point to remember. You and I could have guessed that that's the reason, but they actually did get the info and find that out. And that is good, right? To not just go off of your base assumptions. What if it turned out they were like, we just can't stand that mascot. We really hate him. He's stupid. That would have been something you wouldn't have expected. In this case, the news confirms our already established beliefs, but that is uh, not a surprise there to me. That is not a surprise to anyone who's watched this team play. The question I have for you, Tim, do you expect this year to be marginally better? Do you think Urban not being there, and then again having another year of Trevor Lawrence and building that team up a little bit more, do you think Doug Peterson's the answer and gets them to, like, again, I'm not saying playoffs. Well, I'm just saying won a Super Bowl, they so get closer to 500, some something like that. I, why not, Bone? Let's get why not? Th- throw a few wins their way. I don't care. They'll Love be it. a little bit. How could they be as bad as they were last year? I mean, that was a train wreck of epic proportions, and it falls on Urban's shoulders. I hope he's doing. I hope he's brushed it off. Sure. I hope he's fine, but Let's I have a feeling so. that he stews on that every day. I would guess so. And that guess. he's itching to get back so his swan song is different. Yeah, I would guess so as well. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, it's our guy Jason's Beef with with Jason Stark. We will talk to him. All things baseball coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident. Still causing some heavy slowdowns on I-71 southbound at East Broad Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area. The two right lanes are closed. Please be very careful. Traffic is delayed from Hudson. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service in auto and home. Protect All Insurance. Protecting life's important moments. Visit ProtectAllInsurance.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. He likes baseball. He likes solar eclipses. He likes Shohei Otani. But he loves roast beef sandwiches. It's time for Jason's Beef with everyone's favorite baseball writer, podcaster, author, and former mustache owner, Jason Stark. Every Monday this year time, we like to talk to our guy, Jason Stark. And uh, he joins us, of course, via the Brian Heating and Cooling Fan Guest Hotline. Jason, how are you doing today? Pivo, and I'm actually a little under, under the weather, man, so I'm not in L.A., which is disappointing, but I get to hang out oh. with you. Hey, that's you know what? We appreciate that, even though I wish you felt better. I hope you uh, feel better quickly, but let me ask yeah, you this. I appreciate that. If someone were to offer you, say, oh, I don't know, just a random figure of $440 million, <laughs> would that make you feel better, or would you say, you know what? That's not enough. But, I'm going to turn all that down. You're, you're coming to the fan, and the team that you're going to cover is the Columbus Clippers. So we're going to have you like farm system could, guy it for the be, It could be the Ohio Gardens. State Buckeyes. It could be anybody, Jason. You'd probably do that if it was $440 million. I would hope your answer is yes. Just to be clear, was that an official offer? No. Yes. No, it was, no, no, this yeah. is all hypothetical. Come on, Timmy. Oh, okay. do this. This is the hypothetical portion of the program. Got Well, if it didn't, you know, $440 million wouldn't make me feel better. I'm assuming it would allow me to purchase something that would make me feel better. So I'm in. Why would you yeah. ask? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I heard about a guy named Juan Soto possibly turning down $440 million. What, what, okay. I understand baseball is crazy. I understand he could get more. What happens next here? Because then the Nationals have to be fielding offers for him, and I have to imagine that's going to then rewrite the numbers and history books on the biggest one of the biggest deals we've ever seen in Major League Baseball, right? Uh, well, of course. Now, if he said yes, it would have been the biggest deal in terms of total dollars in the history of Major League Baseball. Um, the fact that he said no thanks means he's shooting for an even bigger, m- more historic contract. And when you consider that he's going to turn, he's going to become a free agent after his age 25 season, I mean, that's the kind of player who gets 13, 14, 15 years at record AAV. So it, it I, I, I like, if ever there was going to be a guy who would bet on himself to make baseball financial history, it would be a guy like this. And yet, it's still crushing for people in Washington. Uh, you know, I have so many friends who are Nationals fans, and they're just devastated by this. What happens now is, well, let me just explain what just happened. I mean, I've been part of leaks like this where either a team or the agent wants it out there that this offer was made. It was not accepted. Therefore, we've right. got to do what we got to do. And this is to let everybody in baseball know we're open for business. Uh, I, I don't see how you can put together a deal this big in two weeks. 
That's all there's got, we've got left before the trading deadline. But we shouldn't say anything is impossible because this is such a rare player. Man, that's going to be crazy to see. Jason Stark is with us. Jason, I know your job probably makes you do it. Do you watch the Derby? And if so, do you enjoy it? Do you like the changes it's seen through the years? Tim, I'm a huge Derby fan. I'm prob- I've, I, I, I think it's safe to say I've written more words about the Derby than any single human <laughs> since the invention of the Derby. And, you know, having worked at ESPN all those years, I was aware of something. Um, more people watch the Derby than any program ESPN aired in the entire summer. More people watched the Derby than watched the the Division Series, uh, unless it was a, some kind of huge matchup, and at, at times even than watched the LCS. It, it has enormous fan appeal, and I love it. And I think especially now that we've got the the one-on-one format with the clock, it's great. Um, I, I, you know, I thought there were a lot of ways they could have improved on it before, but I think it's always fun. It never disappoints. And the one thing that it's got that casual fans love, um, is that clock's ticking and every time somebody throws a pitch, there's a swing and something amazing could happen, unlike actual baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Very well said there. Uh, it is our guy Jason Stark joining us for Jason's Beat. This is all on the Fan Guest Hotline, sponsored by Brian Heating and Cooling Systems, right here on the Fan. Uh, all right, so it's the All-Star break. I mean, the All-Star home run derbies tonight, All-Star game tomorrow. The break is kind of, you know, in the midst of all that. Let's do this. Let's do the very cliche thing and say, who are the teams that have impressed or possibly shocked you? I will ask you it this way. The team that is most surprising, either in a positive way, if you want to be nice, or in a negative way, where maybe there's been some nice stories, but this was really shocking to you that this team was so bad. Either way, you want to go with that. Well, um, I mean, what could possibly be more surprising than the Orioles and yeah, what the Orioles maybe. are doing now, right? I, you know, they, they lost 110 games last year. They, they lost 19 games in a row at one point last year, and now they just ripped off 10 wins in a row, and they're at 500 at the All-Star break. I mean, to find another team that did anything like this, you have to go back to 1890, the Chicken Wolves, Louisville Colonels. I just wrote about this. Um, it's shocking. I, I mean, when you think about like what we thought of some of these teams going into the All-Star break, um, if you would have told me that the Orioles would have the same record as the White Sox, I'd have laughed for about 20 minutes. But it it's look at the standings. That's what we've got. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's incredibly shocking, Jason. The other thing I was going to bring up is if you didn't, you know, on the Mariners' side of things, too, like they're just now suddenly won 14 in a row. I mean, this is a team that's wow. also got some potential as well, right, to to do some damage and make some noise. And that's, I mean, a, a, you almost kind of hate to see it if you're a Mariners fan that now you have a break all of a sudden that you have to kind of quit this hot streak. Uh, yeah, followed by a bunch of games against the Astros and the Yankees. But it, what a reminder <laughs> of how long the baseball season is. You know, we saw it last year with the Braves and seeing it again now with the Mariners. Um, 
like just imagine 80 games into the season. That's an entire NBA season pretty much, right? Being five games under 500 and then winning 14 in a row. Or if you want to just spin it back a little farther, imagine being 10 games under 500 and then going 20 two and three they've done those things but i you know i feel like if you look at them unlike the orioles who i think are kind of a mirage there are legitimate reasons for the mariners julio rodriguez who we'll see in the derby tonight and the all-star game tomorrow has turned into ronald acuna 2.0 after a a really slow start Mm. robbie ray was totally out of sync when the season started. And now they're getting the Cy Young Robbie Ray. Uh, they had so many of their hitters underperforming early, and that has evened out. Um, and there's one more thing, if I'm going to compare them to the Braves. Remember last year, after Acuna got hurt, the Braves immediately made a deal to bring in Jock Peterson to send a message to that clubhouse. They weren't giving up. And Seattle, a few weeks ago, Ty France gets hurt. Jerry DePoto immediately goes out and makes a deal for Carlos Santana to send the same message. It's really interesting how just a little deal sometimes can have such a big impact. Uh, Jason, while we were talking, I did reach out to my physician, and he recommended uh, two beef and cheddars from Arby's stat to help you get to feeling better. So always lifts my mood. I didn't know if it was just me. He says it'll work for you too. So that's just my little wow. tip to you, all right? I hope you do and, feel and, better. And I'll, I'll send some your way if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> right, just, just so I'm clear, would that $440 million you're about to... This is going to be prorated. You will get a prorated $440 million oh, after the beef and cheddars are removed from that total cost. Line. So we will, we will take it out of that. I'm, ju- I'm just saying, Jason, we're going to have crab cakes at Jimmy's when the Orioles make the playoffs because you named them in this segment. So good things are happening. And it couldn't happen to a better run organization, too. I mean, when you make good moves and you build a strong roster, right. the team's going to be good. And That's then everybody right. enjoys. That's yeah, right. And they would never tank. They would never attempt to no, do anything. No, no, no. This is all part no. of the plan, man. It's all part of the experience, Russ. All right, Jason. Well, we hope you feel better. Enjoy the Home Run Derby and, of course, the All-Star Game. We'll talk to you next week, okay? I appreciate it, man. Thanks. There you go. Jason's Beef right here on The Fan. Back page when we come back. It's Man and Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that East Long Street, east and westbound between Miami Avenue and 20th Street. That is still closed due to a partial building collapse. You can use Broad Street or another road as a possible alternate. And watch out for that delay on 71 southbound at East Broad Street. An accident blocking the two right lanes. Caution is advised. Traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Ohio Laborers, Lessett, and Panera Bread would like to congratulate member of the week, Alan Garbrick. Laborers Local 1216 Mansfield. Alan is a 21-year member working for ship construction. Build Ohio right, build it union. On the NRA with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Final segment of the program, we are out at the Columbus Country Club. Fan Golf Classic happening, winding down, I guess as we should say, but we've had a blast out here. It's been a lot of fun. They've been great hosts. 
And, of course, Man and Bone brought to you by Hinderer Motorsports right here on The Fan. Timmy Hall is filling in for Common Man. Uh, Mike will be back tomorrow. Don't forget tomorrow. Big day for us if you are a fan of the show and you want to buy one of our T-shirts. They go on sale tomorrow. You can see them, and we'll have all the details for you. 3 o'clock is when they go on sale. Man and Bone uh, World Tour T-shirts. Basically, the idea is if we went on tour, we would make a rock band T-shirt. This is what it would look like. You can get those and see them now, 971thefan.com slash Tour. They go on sale. The site goes live tomorrow to actually buy them at 3 p.m. All right. So, Timmy, I saw this number before we get into the back page. Uh, this is the current 20-man projected rosters in the NHL. These are the average ages of those rosters, okay? So 20-man projected rosters, youngest teams in the NHL. I'll start with five. In at number five is Anaheim, 26.3 years of age. New Jersey, 26.1 years of age. These are going down in order because they're the youngest. Number one will be the youngest roster. New, uh, Detroit at number three, 26.1 average years of each of the players' that they have currently projected on the roster. Number two is your CBJ. Blue Jackets at 25.9 years of age. And that is still with guys, you know, like Jake Voracek on the roster, Boone Jenner on the roster. But you are looking at now a roster that is still one of the youngest in the league. It feels like every year we have this discussion about them. But Johnny Goudreau joins this roster. And if Patrick Laine can be signed and stays. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's That's the the thing. That's the big crutch that we're on now. And by the way, you need it. The number one team, by the way, is Buffalo, 25.9 years of age. So, anyway, the point is, Jackets still extremely young. Now they have a bunch of money tied up in the cap, and they've got to figure this out. But worth it when you get a guy of Johnny Goudreau's talent. Look, you've got the goalie, right? And uh, we feel pretty good about Elvis yep, and yep. where we he's are got with a, him. He's got to play he's to got, his capabilities. He does, he does. But, yes, when on his game, he so is feel as good. good as anyone I in the league. you feel good, not you yeah. know, great or jumping you know off a trampoline and doing you know, somersaults about him just yet, but yeah. feel good about him. And y- you want to, you want to have some, some consistency with that top lo- with that top guy. And so it's good to see the contract there as excited as you are about Johnny hockey. You need the long-term deal with Patrick line and the rest. It's, it's yeah. fascinating that you're actually talking about cap space and how to manage the end to the very end of the salary cap in the NHL. We're actually talking about that for once. I know, like, right? That's incredible. Almost like we're a real hockey town in talking about <laughs> how we can get this star that we've got now and how we can make it last by signing the second star to another to a similar long-term deal that's for about the same years so they can coexist together for seven years' time. I feel like... We'd be the Chicago Blackhawks if we could get something like that to work. It would be incredible. Let's not let this opportunity slip away. And from everything that you see and hear, I mean, we don't have any reason to think that this can't work at this stage. It's not like what we were just talking about earlier with Cincinnati and Jesse Bates, where that one seems like it's more a bit of a long shot with the recent offer that went out. This is something that... The sides want to get done. I just badly, desperately want to see it happen. To imagine both of these guys on the same line together for years to come. Yeah. Dude, 
It should be. It should huh. be. It should be epic. I hope that we can see that. I hope that they can make that happen. And it, it's sounding like, from all the reports and over the weekend, even there were some news that said it. It sounds like they're still moving and trying mm. to make this work. So let's see what happens. All right, Buckeye Show is coming up next. But first, let's do the back page, Teddy. The back page. The back page with Common Man and T Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Take it away, Tim. In that breath. You know, you get two guys like that and build out the rest of the team through the draft and, you know, follow this path that they're on. You can start talking about it's finally real, that you maybe could win a Stanley Cup. You're in this sport. You're in this league for a reason. I have never, ever felt that. Maybe until now, if they you know have Johnny Hockey, get this thing done with Patrick Laine. And maybe when the Cup is in your town... That could be because your team won the cup. And no it's kidding, right? going all over Columbus and hitting all the sites. It's going to your favorite bar, maybe, Bone. You're out and about. You're at one oh, of your I metal concerts. And some <laughs> dude walks in there with the cup and beers are being poured in That's it. And you right, guys yeah. are just sipping out of a straw or just pouring it all over your face. Jack Johnson won the cup. And people were tweeting all about this, writing all about this. The cup was in Columbus. It was up in Dublin. Bridge Park, that area. I think the videos here, it's got to be a Jenny's Ice Cream, I believe, where he's there with the kiddos and they're just throwing scoops in the top of the cup sure. left and right. I mean, the Stanley Cup right there in all its glory, getting its 24 hours in our great city. Who the heck knows? We could have more than just 24 hours of the cup in this town. Oh, you'd love to see someday. that. Someday. That someday would be awesome. Someday. Some way. You lo- it's, it's fun to dream about that in the offseason, right? There's lots of complications and things that, um, that make that difficult to do, but let's hope that can happen because we want to see it. We want to have that happen like every hockey town does. But, yeah, that was that was a great moment for Jack, and I'm happy for him that, you know, even though would have rather that happened here, uh, you know, he seems like someone that you, you you root for to hopefully get something like that, and he did. So, very good moment yeah, for him. Yeah, I mean, just incredible. I mean, Claret Jug sightings at the airport for my family. Stanley Cup hanging out in town back here. I know. Lots of people got You're to lay eyes on that. Surrounded by trophies, I, Imagine Timmy. just taking the walk with the fam, and you, you see that. You're like, wait, maybe you didn't quite know where Jack Johnson had gone off to. And right, yeah. Is that the... It looks like that's a pretty elaborate trophy that guy's that, carrying. Is, Stan- is that Jack Johnson carrying the Stanley Cup right here? It's yeah. amazing. What a, it's what amazing a day. if you would have seen that out oh, in the wild. It would have been incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for us. Buckeye Show is next. We will be back tomorrow. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has finally cleared from I-71 southbound at East Broad Street. All lanes have reopened in that area. The traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual delays from Hudson. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. 
The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't. If I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now, yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Should. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 